right, ladies and gentlemen, it is, uh, I think, overall a very uh, good day. It's a positive day. All the right uh, people are very upset. They're angry. They're afraid. They're squirming. And it, that's means uh, that means it's a good thing. We're going to talk about this here today with the Elon's, of course, takeover uh, of uh, Twitter. Yesterday, it was confirmed. A bunch of people were fired right away. All the right people, too, by the way. Uh, and we're going to talk about that. And if this, yeah, is, is there something? Does he have something up his uh, Android uh, Tesla sleeve uh, with this? Sure, it's possible. We, we, we'll see. It's too early to tell. Maybe he, if he's if he is 100% genuine, uh, that is good. But at the same time, if he's not going to get the Kanye treatment, uh, then maybe it's something is wrong. All this, although he hasn't done what Kanye has done, not quite yet, but this is, I, I think it's on board. It's, a, it's about the same uh, comparison, but we'll get into it here now. So anyway, it's a good day, uh, folks. Thank you for joining us. I'm Henrik, in case you're new. Uh, RedEyes.tv is our website. You can find us, of course, uh, in a number of places. BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey, Telegram, we got on uh, all the main places. We do have a, a backup kind of burner YouTube account as well, if you're watching over there. Uh, good to see you all. Uh, we have a great uh, guest host with us here today. Alex the Fairman's Toll has been with us a couple of times before. He was uh, kind enough to jump in last minute. How are you doing, Alex? Good to uh, have you back on again. Yeah, it's good to, good to be here. Great to be here. Um, yeah, it's good. It's a fun day. So It is uh, a fun day, right? I'm it's, looking forward it, to jumping into this. It's good. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good. Overall, it's definitely positive. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. So hostile takeover, I guess people uh, <laughs> get clarified us. But all right. Anyway, check out the latest uh, video we got up by Lana here, too, regarding the minority uh, scam, by the way. Pretty good one. Got, uh, got that up yesterday. Check that out. And also here in the beginning, a quick little plug for this uh, Sunday. We'll be doing our uh, Halloween stream. Some uh, some some I think some good uh, outfits, some uh, good costumes in the works. <clears throat> Maybe less offensive this year, but still, I think uh, pretty pretty strong. I think I think we're strong on the on the costume front. So anyway, tune into that. Uh, we do have some guests lined up for that as well. That schedule is not set yet, so I'm not going to mention anybody in case anything falls through. But uh, Sunday at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, that's 1 a.m. Central European time. Uh, make sure you tune into that. We got some uh, got some good stuff coming up there. Um, so, Alex, yeah, we, I mean, we have, I guess we get, let me mention this real quick too, house cleaning here in the beginning. Uh, if you do want to join in, entropystream.live slash TV, of course. Uh, but we also have Odyssey and Rumble. Those are open, so you can uh, super chat over there as well. We'll keep an eye on that throughout the show uh, as usual. Uh, but yes, I think, uh, let me take these two here, actually. The uh, second wanderer, simply with an F, is that for... Uh, an F, F in chat for uh, for uh, Twitter, maybe, or for the Twitter employees. Good to see you. The second one again says, uh, just out of curiosity, do you really think Elon's takeover of Twitter will change things for the better on the platform? If he's honest, I think it will. It, I mean, at the very least, we'll look at his kind of official statement here in a little bit of why he bought Twitter. And, you know, he says it's a bunch of lies. People have lied about why, you know, he... Uh, he bought it, and of course, people think it's going to be a shit show right away, and it's going to be uh, allow all these you know hate speech or whatever on the platform. And not, not that that's one of the biggest <laughs> problems and whether we're facing right now. But he clarifies that a little bit, which which I think you know from his point of view, sure, sure, that's good. Um, I still think there's a possibility he has a trick up his sleeve, um, but that remains to be seen. If he's honest about just like he wants truly more discourse and and whatnot. That's just going to serve, you know, our side better because we know who wins in most debates. That's why they, they never debate us. Right, Alex? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. Elon is a hard guy to get a read on, I think. It's, he, yeah. it's, it's He's almost like, a, he doesn't seem like that much of a schemer in some regards. And then in, at other times, it seems like he's up to a lot of things. So 
I, I don't know what to make of it so far, but uh, I I hope it's good. It, it seems good so far. It, it does seem good. It, I, even that clip with him walking in with a sink uh, into the Twitter head, uh, head, headquarters. Some people said that that's a um, <clears throat> that that's like a symbol. <laughs> it's symbol for like a what's known as a data sink which means that you basically gobble up all the data available and you use that in some capacity, right? So I've yeah. had this, I mean, he does, he's working on artificial intelligence. He's talked about this many times, his Tesla, uh, you know, uh, car manufacturer, car company, uh, just released that video with the the odd, weird looking robot. Did you see that one? The, the Android Tesla that they're wheel, wheeling out. And yeah. some people have speculated that the data set that Twitter has in terms of like you know, okay, grant that it's shorter messages, it's quick, it's it's maybe hard to read context and stuff like that. But too long of a messages could be complicated as well. You can basically get, hand this over to an AI. We're having like a live read on on an AI, and he can learn a lot about like human interactions and stuff like that. And he could very well profit from that in the future for these you know new androids that he's building. You know? Yeah, I I don't know. Well, only time will tell, right? Yeah. Exactly. We, we, it's it's too early to tell. We, we'll just have to see, right? Uh, so anyway, I, I guess your question will be answered a little bit as we go here. Second Wanderer. Uh, Dog Whistler says, uh, Twitter is like 25% to 40% less socialist today under Elon. Uh, it is not that Elon is a savior, but he's slightly less woke than the older owners or the old owners. Glad to see our friend up north uh, co-hosting. Welcome, Alex. The Fairman's Toll. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yes, I mean... Uh, the bodysuit, right? They lied about that. It was like someone said it was like as much as 50% bots on Twitter. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised because sometimes you see these like super crazy far left messages and they're just boosted like crazy. You know what I mean? And it's just like, where are all these people yeah. thinking like this? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, there's that uh, app, right? That uh, will tell you how many Twitter followers or estimate how many Twitter followers a person has are bots. And uh, some of the, uh, some of the more uh, uh, suspicious uh, blue check marks there seem to have a lot of bot followers yeah. compared yeah. to, uh, say, I don't know, someone like you. <laughs> you in Biden. I mean, look at the Biden thing, right? There was like, I mean, tons of followers were just bots. And and that one day when this began to be like announced, or I forget what exactly what happened, but it was basically like, okay, Elon is preparing to buy Twitter. And I remember on that day, it was just like someone sw swift, uh, switched the... the flipped the switch rather and we got like like 500 more followers in one day and stuff like that it was just a boom some you know some suppression or something is is on there so people who follow might not be considered to be followed or to, I, I don't know who what happens on the back end but they changed a lot of things along the way and now it actually seems that it's fairly organic growth which is great you know yeah. i think uh, i think dog whistler kind of hit it on the head there too is uh, the the key here is to not turn any of these people into saviors no, or no. You know, idols of some kind as long as you stay away from that no. uh, and just keep, and just keep paying attention then you know take the wins Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's like it, it's if if the right people are are freaking out and stuff, then it's funny to watch it. But that doesn't mean I think I did a tweet about this like yesterday. But it's like the monumental challenges that we are are standing in front of here now over the next I don't know couple of years is not going to be solved by you know Twitter, you know Elon buying Twitter or or Trump being let on back on the platform. Like we're talking 
complete like societal breakdown potentially we're talking supply chain issues we're talking food shortages we're talking about all these things that that covid really just kind of sped up but we were heading there anyway but they really put the like the the, the nail in the coffin with covid and now we have to get to work on like fixing these things and, and doing things locally because like Russia's off the map as a supplier and there's so much stuff we're getting from them like you know from fertilizer to specific uh, minerals specific trace elements specific metals and things like that that we need in like you know manufacturing and stuff so we could come to like a, a manufacturing shortage here over the next next like six months or something like that maybe less maybe yeah. less exactly yeah maybe less we don't even know all right so um Oh, Glenn, the Chanama too over on Entropy says uh, they can't control the internet. They can only herd us into uh, or onto uh, on the platforms and make us dependent on them. So let's wait and see. Yes, let, let's wait and see. Exactly. Uh, it could be very positive at the end, or it could be completely going in the wrong direction. We don't know yet. You know, I, I'm, I've always been a little suspicious of Elon, to be honest. And you know, his dad, his uh, AI work, and he's been. Is that famous tweet that someone has basically lining up like Klaus Schwab's fourth industrial revolution tweets and, and what Elon has said, and they basically just like match. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, this could very well be part of it. He wants to authenticate all humans, so then it's digital ID, then it's these kinds of things, right? So we, we don't know. Anyway, good to see you, Glenn uh, Channelman. Always a pleasure. Mr. Wright over on Odyssey says, uh, Fla flashback, Freedog. That's right. Uh, Star, Banjo, what else was this? I can't even see all Always a pleasure. Davy Croco, what up, Henrik? Good to see you, Davy. Hope you're doing well. Lord Aragon says, an army of frogs. Yes, that's right. It feels, this is the other thing, I guess, too. It has a little bit of this like kind of 2016 vibe, you know what I mean? Like a little bit like that kind of thing. But at, but at the same time, and that's that's all fun and well, right? But we kind of we've been there and done that, and part of me can't help to feel that this is kind of like a a distraction. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like a like it's not gonna solve that much, you know what I mean? No, I think, it, I mean, it'll solve some things. You could say it depends on how it plays out. It depends on who they let back on. Um, I mean, I mean, I saw today that apparently it's not just going to be people that were, you know, canceled or allowed back on the platform. Uh, apparently Elon's going to create a council of, uh, you yeah. know, content creators from both sides that are going to review their you know, policies on what is allowed on the site and determine who can come back on. So what does that mean? I don't know what that means, but... Exactly. I'm glad you brought that up. I have that here too. Twitter will be forming a content moderation council with widely diverse viewpoints. Okay, well, good. You know, I hope he's honest about that. No major content decisions or account reinstatements will happen before that council convenes. Um, he has talked about having like an open platform like open uh, code basically right you can see what's going on and open yeah. algorithms you can understand that i hope the same happens with people that are on you know dis deciding what content goes or stays we know who they are and where they stand and stuff like that but i mean he seems sincere you know what i mean he seems sincere that the message he had here after uh, yeah the first one was the bird is free people saw that here it is right dear twitter advertisers let's, let's just read this it's kind of interesting i wanted to reach out personally to share my motivation in acquiring twitter there's been much speculation about why i bought twitter and what i think about advertising most of it has been wrong the reason i acquired twitter is because it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence there is currently great danger that social media will splinter into far right wing and far left wing echo chambers that generate more heat, hate rather, and divide our society. And it's like, 
Well, the major ones are far left. Let's just be honest. <laughs> what big ones are far right? You know what I mean? There's like parlor you had for a while then that was destroyed by all the big banks and like they were shut down like Kanye is shut down right now yeah. I, I get his point but it's like he, he's kind of a, you know what I feel a little bit with these guys it's like they're afraid they're almost more afraid of the counteraction to all the insane lunacy that the left have done towards us for for like the last few decades now with like open borders mass immigration cutting off the genitals of kids like pushing degeneracy on them like you could just number like an endless amount of things that they've done and my point is, like, we need a counter-reaction. We need to do something about it. We can't just, like, okay, let's all be friends now and, and, and not do anything. Like, no, we, we have to reverse some of this stuff that they've done or, like, our civilization is, is over. That's, that's as far as I'm concerned anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's like I've, I've heard that sentiment echoed more and more recently. You know, there's a lot of people on this side who just wanted to be left alone. Um, who weren't necessarily involved and, and just and didn't want to wield the state uh, as a weapon against anyone. And uh, now they're in a position where it's like, well, we kind of have to in order to get back to any kind of normalcy. Like there's going to have to be some kind of reactionary force here yes. that actually rolls some of this stuff back. Doesn't yeah. just, you know, um, uh, shrink the size of government and it, it, it needs to be used. It needs to be used against Absolutely. Them. No, you're absolutely right, 100%. We have to we have to push back. The pendulum have to swing back. And uh, if he's talking about like, okay, can we, re can we, can we return to some level of like, nor even a no even normalcy was kind of insane to be, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I mean, if people talk about before COVID, it was like, we we're still in a bad situation. But anyway, I, I, I get what he's saying and I think it's a little bit to kind of, you know, kind of, make people look complacent to or like, or like feel that okay he's just you know he's a he's a radical centrist he wants to hear both sides Ooh, you know kind of but i mean i'll take it you know, that's good you know why not it's a good start let me put it that way it's a good start i, uh, I don't think anybody on our side is afraid of that though either. no that's it's, just it. it exactly yeah like i'm, I'm totally okay with that yeah. if it's actually fair and you can just share ideas in an open way and, and you know debate them then fine I, I think that's beneficial to our side. I think that's why the other side is so scared of this. Absolutely. That's terrifying to them. It is. I can't tell you how many times how many times I've heard it, people talking about whether it's like, yeah, the immigration question or some of the crazy LGBTQ stuff and things like that. Many on the left, uh, from small YouTubers to fairly large you know, content creators and things like that, is like, don't just debate the other side. Like I could, I couldn't win. I couldn't make any counter arguments. Uh, it, it looks like I lost and they won, and therefore let's not talk with them. That's have been most of their approach. You know what I mean? So it's like they're the ones losing and having an open debate, and they know that, and that is why they're freaking out. They think Elon is not Hitler. He's not a white nationalist. It's fun to make fun of it. He's nothing like that, obviously. But they always go into this like weird clownish spurgery over this kind of like instead of the thing hitler or trump is hitler kanye is hitler <laughs> you know and it's just like it's just one mode and it's just like everyone is everyone i don't like is hitler or it's like okay now i'm good because now it's all the stuff that i want and i like you know i mean there's no balance with these people yeah i think we've seen that recently too like uh, i mean i'm not huge on the uh, the politics out of the states but i know that uh uh, Katie Hobbs is refusing to debate Carrie Lake, and uh, so, uh, I don't know if yeah. you watched any of the John Fetterman, uh, Mehmet Oz debate. Uh, they, they're not very good at it. No, <laughs> no, exactly. And you know that, like, if if there was a Republican that had like strokes or something and he couldn't speak properly, oh my God, would have used that. You know what I mean? Against him, and it's like, hey, look, if he can't communicate, like, he's probably not a good guy to be in that position. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, that seems like a bad choice for a public, like, for a position that is basically public speaking. 
Exactly. And I heard, yeah, the Young Turks said, no, no, he should be in a hoodie and like sitting smoking weed somewhere talking about like, how do we distribute, distribute everyone's wealth? <laughs> okay, okay, that's, a, that's the guy you want. I, I got you now. Um, okay, he says here, in the, uh, continuing with Elon here, he says, in the relentless pursuit of clicks, much of traditional media has fueled and catered to those polarized extremes. Again, I think it's been very one-sided, Elon, but okay. As they believe what is happening uh, what brings in the money, but in doing so, the opportunity for dialogue uh, is lost. This is why I bought Twitter. And you, again, you can say to, to make your point, I wonder, I think it's too, I think no one is interested in dialogue. I think it's too late, to be honest. We, I, I we think would, our side was interested in dialogue until we realized that um, we, they, we, they, <laughs> there was no mutual uh, or good faith, you know, kind of aspect to uh, trying to have dialogue with these people anymore. Um, there's no so yeah yeah I, I agree I don't think there is any dialogue left I, I, you know we're seeing that a lot here in Canada too especially like I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with these EMA like emergency measures act yeah. hearings going on yeah it's both and I like I'm not just saying it's the left it's it's more the left but both sides are just paying attention to the thing they want to pay attention to and ignoring yeah. the opposite right so yeah. it, like well, I don't know how you recover from that, honestly. No, and again, I think that's mostly the far left's uh, fault because they've been they've been the one dictating the media. They've been running the polit political show for for a few decades now. You've had a couple, maybe like milk toast, kind of lukewarm conservatives here and there that comes in and out and like you, you know, shouldn't divide us among race and the, you know, and that's it. But. Um, so there hasn't really been any pushback. So my point is they've kind of damaged, they, they did this damage to themselves, right? Like pushback was inevitable. There's inevitable the pen pendulum to swing back. And now are they going to be like, oh, you, why don't you want to have a conversation about it? And it's like, there, there's no compromise with like cutting off kids' genitals. Like, you know, <laughs> there's no, all of this has just been pushed back into the closet again, <laughs> close that, or, 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 you know, use one of Elon's uh, rockets. We can send it to uh, directly into the sun. Um, okay. He says here regarding the, I guess it's kind of centered on advertising as well, but the, the, he still makes the point here uh, regarding uh, uh, the, the dialogue issue, right? I didn't do it buying Twitter because it would be easy. I didn't do it to make money. I did it to try to help humanity whom I love. Well, that's nice. Uh, and, and I do so with humility, recognizing that failure in pursuing this goal, despite our best efforts, is a very real possibility. That said, Twitter obviously cannot become a free-for-all hellscape where anything can be said with no consequences. In addition to adhering to the loss of the land, our platform must be warm and welcoming to all, where you can choose your desired experiences according to your preferences, just as you can choose, for example, to see movies or to play video games, ranging from all ages to mature. Which is a good, a correct point, but that also means then, then most people would just choose what kind of movies they watch or what kind of political content they look at or what kind of, uh, yeah, political guys or gals they follow to to get their viewpoints. You're never going to be able to force someone to like engage in the counterpoint these days. You know what I mean? You, that seems to. Be, I, I don't know how that would be done, but usually the few times it's it has been done, it just it just quickly goes south, and it just like the middle falls out, and you're just left with the kind of the spurgy extremes in a way. That's just how it goes, you know. I mean, it's kind of like that already to an extent. Yeah, it, it is. I, yeah. I, I mean, this was the argument that a lot of people had with, uh, you know, if, if you really don't like someone on Twitter, there's a block button for that. That's just it. I know. Like, right? it's, yeah. it's not that complicated. But. No, no, it's not. It, it has all the tools has been there forever. 
Uh, it was just that they weren't they weren't interested in that. They, the left have been interested in using free speech up to a certain point where they gain control and then they remove those. They pull up the ladder behind them and say, no, 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 no. This is dangerous here. This is hate speech. This will lead to violence. While they drive this like insane anti-white narrative in the media, which is causing like violence and hate, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, you. Can, I don't know. I'm not seeing too many examples of right-wing violence, uh, right-wing extremist violence in out of the states or anywhere for that matter. I, no, I've no. heard of a couple examples recently of, of uh, you know the opposite happening in the states. Um, wasn't it uh, Marco Rubio's canvasser who was brutally beaten in Florida this week? Oh, was it? Yeah, I saw something about that, but I didn't see the details yeah. of that. Yeah, exactly. No, nope, now th th this is it. You know, we know who's who's behind the violence for sure. So uh, Twitter will be delisted from the New York Stock Exchange today after Musk completes deals. So the uh, T Twitter T W T R, uh, what do they call it? Um, tag, I think they call it, right? Uh, will be removed from the stock exchange and it's going to be no longer a publicly listed company. I think that's good. I mean, that's that. You know. It's in his hands. He can do whatever he wants with it now, essentially. But that's the way to do it. Did you see that conversation he had with uh, Jack Dorsey that was leaked regarding like open source and they wanted it to be a specific way and Dorsey felt that the, he had failed on this and it didn't turn out and then the board came in and pushed him out and stuff. And like, every, I mean, this happens every time. Like if you if you list it publicly like this, if you go get on the company on the stock market, you're going to have completely different interest takeover. The, uh, uh, but, but I would say this though, over the last few years, We've seen an interesting trend where huge major, you know, capitalist corporations are becoming more interested in like ESGs and like corporate social credit scores and signaling and wokeness than they have been about making money, which also shows you then that it's actually not all about the money making at the end of the day. So there is that other like it's if, if you have people that are ideologically invested enough, uh, they don't care if they end up losing money on stuff. They will push this because they think this is the you know the right thing to do essentially. Yeah, I, I mean that's a huge part of it. The, the ESGs. I I think your take on that is right too. I think it's probably a good thing that it's not going to be a public company anymore and that, that he's taking it private, uh, especially with the whole open source aspect to it. If he if, if that if he follows through on that, that's quite impressive actually. I mean. That's the kind of honesty that you'd want out of a company like this, I would think, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what you need. And you need to, to have that transparency and know what the hell is going on on the back end and stuff. And I mean, in many regards, they told us we have, have we have that in a little bit here. The uh, little compilation of all the Twitter people who are caught on camera talking about how they, you know, we shadow ban, we block people, we shut down dialogue and discord and all that stuff. And so all this has been known. They've been doing this for years. And now they're getting like an ounce of pushback against us and losing one of their, I mean, I guess from their point of view, though, Twitter has kind of been one of the major platforms for them where they drive a lot of this ins these insane things that they've been pushing. And it also kind of creates that with all the bots, it's like a combination of things with all the bots there spurring on and, and amplifying certain messages. It looks like certain uh, issues are much more popular than they actually are. You know what I mean? And th and that's been a very powerful tool for them to drive the a narrative and the, uh, th this idea that it's like, oh, my God, is a OK, I guess everyone is is a, is a board on on like, uh, you know, cutting genitals off kids. Look at <laughs> look at him. He likes this tweet as or something like that. But I, I think that time is over and they're really scared about that because now what are they going to do now? Turn to Facebook? What, what 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 do they have left now? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that's uh, probably right. And, and I mean, you know, if I think the most obvious example of the censorship that was going on is, is 
Man, they they canceled the sitting president of the United States from using their platform. Yeah, like that's crazy. And that that's basically. I, I mean, you know, you can argue that the election was stolen because of mail in ballots and um, you know fraudulent voting things like that. Uh, you could just as easily make the case that the election was stolen because of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all these companies that were colluding to basically suppress the Republican, uh, you know, nominee. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, I mean that exactly. That alone is so insane, right? I, I can also see, you know, AP had the story here that Musk don't seek a free for all hellscape for Twitter. Uh and it's like, yeah, okay, you need you need some limits, obviously. That's that's just how what it is, you know what I mean? But immediately you see a lot of uh, uh, people testing the limits right away, you know, to see, whoa, 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 what can I do now? It's kind of funny to see, to be honest. But I wouldn't be surprised if you had I saw like Taylor Lorenz, you know, that is right. Um yeah. She, she she had a couple of screenshots from people like going up and saying the the n word and the k word and stuff like that right away and screenshots and oh look at that that's it now and it's like this could just be all I'm I don't doubt that that there isn't genuine people doing that of course because it's funny but then at the same time it's like they could spend the next uh, you know three months here just like creating accounts that just push a bunch of like absurd like out of like shit that no one actually believes and then just say see this is you know you. I can. I, we'll wait for it. We'll see what happens. But I'm. There's going to at some point. There's going to be a violent act, and it's going to be. Well, this this person was on all these Twitter accounts, and it's Elon's fault, and blah blah blah. And we have to shut it down, right? I mean, even the DOJ was doing some kind of investigation of uh, of Musk now. And I think if if he truly is an outsider, then I think they will do everything they can to shut him down, right? I mean, that's the reasonable thing that you would see here, right? Yeah, I, I think. I mean, you're already seeing the hit pieces, um, and it goes back to even like even you can look at the. Remember how they reacted whenever he suggested that maybe he would pull, uh, you know, the funding for Starlink in Ukraine, and that they would have to pay for it. Yeah, and everybody lost their minds. Basically, equated him to being a war profiteer when in reality, Raytheon, Halliburton, and uh, Lockheed Martin are making a fortune in this war. So, like, God forbid that Elon Musk get paid for something that he's giving these people for free. <laughs> um, you know, it's like it, it, it will continue. They'll, they'll do the same thing now with Twitter and, and with other things. I, I've I've been seeing this in Canadian media um, that he's he's being portrayed as basically a you know fascist adjacent or like you know something along those lines. Yeah, they, they like to they like to hide in the in their wording basically the the meaning. You know what I mean? Like they they use clever words to you know craft. What, oh, they, yeah. what they're really trying to say is like what you're trying to say is he's a fascist, but yeah. you're using, you know, sympathetic to uh, alt-right, you know, that yep. type of stuff. Yeah, and which I think he's genuinely not, uh, you know, to be honest, but we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see where it goes. But yeah, um, yeah, so it's an African-American white nationalist. Elon Musk fires Twitter CEO Parag Agrawal and Vijay Gade, uh, who's the head of legal policy, trust and safety. Uh, just because they're Indian, that's that's kind of, kind of what this that's the people took, right? And I mean, he was like, he had lied about the the bot issue. Uh, she uh, forget what she had been dishonest about some other stuff, and but we did actually see people like day one, just like boom, being fired. You're out, like leaving with their box hat in hand, you know, oh, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, good for him. I mean, there was that funny video going around too, right? Of uh, it was a girl talking about her day at Twitter. I have it. Yeah, Let, let's yeah. play that. Like, it's, yeah, and, you uh, know, there was the, there was hilarious memes too that came out um, about this. You know, uh, I think there was a Babylon B one uh, 
you know, Elon Musk fires 3,600 Twitter employees uh, and uh, will we will replace them with one hardworking Indian, <laughs> <laughs> like that type of thing, right? <laughs> That's um, funny. Here's that video you mentioned. This is, you know, imagine that, right? Because the, he's talking about like firing 75%. And at the same, look, there's always complicated things and all that stuff. But like, it's always just like, what the hell are they doing with all these people at a company like this? It's not like, I mean, sure, there's a, there's a front end thing you got to deal with. And yes, there's a lot of back end stuff. But like, how is there, is, is all of these people really necessary? Here's that video of this girl showing up. I, I, I don't know if this is first day of her job or just like, you know, she's been there for a while. But look, check this out and keep that in mind. Like, he's going to fire 75% of these people. Like, yes, let's go. Welcome to a day in my life as a Twitter employee. So this past week went to SF for the first time at a Twitter office, badged in, honestly took a moment to just soak everything in. What a blessing. Also started my morning off with an iced matcha from the perch. Then I had a meeting. So quickly scheduled one of these little pods rooms which were so cool they're literally noise canceling took my meeting got ready for lunch look how delicious this food looks oh my goodness i was so overwhelmed then made my way down to this log cabin area i don't know what this is but it was really cool played some foosball with my friends to kind of unwind a bit um also found this really cool meditation room that i thought was super neat <laughs> Um, I didn't do any yoga. Now, these these entitled Silicon Valley twits. Oh my God, it's just the worst humans possible. You know, it's like I want to. I want like a a, a you know. You see the Google offices and stuff, right? Like a bunch of like colorful balls that you can like play. You know, sit on and play with, and they have bikes everywhere, <laughs> some yeah. solar panels and shit. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, let's go back to it. Here, here we go. A little bit more. But they have this yoga room if you are a yogi. So also thought that was really cool. Um, had a couple more meetings in the afternoon. Had a ton of projects that we needed to knock out. Say hi to my teammates. Um, went to the went to the library to kind of get some more work done. Obviously had to have our afternoon coffee. So made some espresso, and then hard day before leaving for the day. Had some red wine. Um, that's on tap went up to the oh. rooftop and just honestly enjoyed the beautiful weather so awesome trip oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. it's like I, yeah I, this is this just for getting these people out of there alone this is a win I, i'll say <laughs> i'll say that much this is great but yeah no it's like it's super entitled like what, what do they do all day exactly what it, it's i read some piece too about like after covid the, the whole you know bullshit about that showed up everything basically every business is a ruined in a slew and an avalanche of meetings. That's like, that's all it is now. It's just like 16 meetings a day. And it's like, then they didn't talk about what pronouns they should, uh, you know, what, what languages is offensive and shit like this. You know what I mean? Who's working? Is there any work being done? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I would love to, uh, maybe this is a reality TV show idea. All these fired Twitter employees can, uh, you know, take up regular working class jobs and, and just, you know, experience what real life is like. Exactly. I know. Yeah. The, so, <laughs> the, the world. Something. And, I, you know, my first thought too, whenever I saw that he was going to fight, what was it? 3,600? Something is like that. that. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, was how many of these are like the chefs 
and the fitness instructors and just all of these amenity yeah. you know, employees that they must have. Um, wouldn't that's that like, be funny if it's not even necessarily the people that work, you know, on Twitter, the app, if it's yeah. people that are just the support staff exactly. or the people that work on Twitter. And think the, of the environment that that headquarters in San Francisco is in, literally in that state of like just the shit alone or surrounding it probably, or like the, the needles from all the drug, like the, the bodies from the fentanyl, uh, uh, you know, epidemic raging through. And here they are like, walking. but oh, I'm so liberal. This is, <laughs> this is going to do great for me. It's not, I mean, it's great to get these people out. It's, it's fantastic, yeah. you know. All right, let me take a couple of these real quick here. Uh, Dog Whistler says, uh, I think for Halloween, I will wear a wig and a name tag uh, that reads, uh, hello, Twitter handle is gen- hello, Twitter handle is gender. <laughs> so I can terrify the libs with a misgender. Oh, a misgender. Oh, that's, that's not bad. Uh, on Twitter, it's fun to see them freak out. Yes, it is. It is fun. Uh, Cocaine Rim Job says, uh, first domino, Twitter is huge. Psyop game piece. The left no longer has six gourmillion, I think it is, uh, hate tweets about to come crashing in. Yeah, I saw people are like, all right, let's let's do it, boys. We're back. We're back in the game again. It's going to be it's funny. You know, I mean, it's it's uh, we we can after all the setbacks and the the demoralization, we we deserve to uh, to um, uh, to shit post uh, and meme a little bit. You know what I mean? agreed that, that's <laughs> been one of the funnest things about this it's just the memes even if it amounts to nothing yeah you, you yeah. know enjoying the memes is, is you know worth it exactly but um yeah then in terms of i saw seth rogan tweet about this today apparently the, the uh it was hashtag the noticing was trending i don't Oops. know if you saw this one i did and not it was, you know, it's, it's very scary and anti-semitic because <laughs> the noticing is happening <laughs> the noticing what was that did i pull that in uh where is it here oh did i not pull that in yeah i'll, I'll pull it up later on twitter i have taylor lorenz uh, her tweet she was all upset yeah. about it oh, anyway, yeah, I saw that oh you saw <laughs> that's yeah. funny uh mr chow says uh what was she unwinding from the 30 minute meeting about what their preferred pronouns are give me a break yeah exactly gotta unwind a little bit have a free coffee and then some red wine go up on the roof look at the you know smell the poop uh archie <laughs> Says, I heard a rumor that the Twitter board was planning to install giant hamster wheels into the leisure room uh, to prepare for the furries. There, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Maybe that's true. Uh, hopefully, the furries leave, though. But if nothing else, they could power the servers, right? You can have that. You can have some kind of en- that can be energy production, right? The green, it's a part of the green, uh, the green, the green transition. You can have furries running in uh, in uh, <coughs> dy- dynamo wheels all day. Maybe that they're, they're literally that would be better use of them than anything else I can think of. All right, so th- this was funny. It was too. Um, let, let's just play this first, right? Here's here's some of the fired guys outside of the Twitter headquarters. Here. <laughs> What do you make of that? What do you think Twitter will look like? I mean, a free speech is, you know, Nazis saying that, uh, you know, trans women shouldn't, you know, use women's uh, locker rooms, then awesome. I guess mission accomplished. We'll see. Listen, I got to touch base with my husband and wife. I got to get out of here. All right. Thank you, guys. Sorry. Daniel, thank you. I got to touch base with my husband and wife. Here's the next one. It's a bit low. Let me turn this up. So here's uh, here's one of the fired guys here. Yeah, I think we're not meant to hear what he's saying. He has to talk with the camera later. Let me go. Let me skip forward a little bit here. He walks up there. 
Yeah, here we go. Here's those guys here. Let me go. Michelle Obama wouldn't have happened. Elon Musk, Elon Musk, Twitter, Elon know, Musk right? is going to be Twitter. a town square. You know, Obama in 2008 wouldn't have happened without uh, my like director, Elon Musk on Twitter. You need yeah, free speech uh, is when an, yeah. a public company, you know, a public owns dogs. <laughs> um, not like one guy owning a company, you know. But. I mean, I even own a Tesla, man. Like, and, uh, I, I'm a big fan of like clean energy, climate change. Um, <laughs> even fan of climate change. Too. But, um, yeah. Software engineer. Three years out of college. It's my first job out of college. Did they tell you why you were laid off? Did they give a reason? They said like no reason, but. Um, it's just like restructuring or like no specific reason. One person talked. So there was an HR person in the beginning and then a one person, you know, talking. Um, I couldn't see how many people were in the meeting. Raul Ligma. Yeah, so the, these guys were, maybe it's a bit esoteric here, but uh, they were basically uh, uh, shitting on these uh, <coughs> reporters outside there. And this was all uh, a big prank. But the point is they <laughs> they believe oh, them. Oh, that was fake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right on that. That's a great troll. Yeah. <laughs> Pranksters posing as laid off Twitter employees. Trick media outlets. Raul Ligma. <laughs> and what was the other guy here? He's, he's going to go back to his um, his husband and his wife. I like that one. Yeah, that's... Yeah. A pair of great trolling. I was, I thought they were serious. Oh yeah, first, yeah, I like climate change, and you know, well, oh my God, uh, a pair of pranksters posing as laid-off Twitter employees tricked multiple media outlets Friday as the public anxiously awaited news on whether Elon had begun axing staffers. CNBC's Deirdre Bosa interviewed two people who identify themselves as Twitter employees and were seen near the company's San Francisco headquarters carrying cardboard boxes. Skepticism immediately emerged on social media. One of the pranksters said his name was Raul Ligma, a reference to a popular internet meme, and held a copy of Michelle Obama's book Becoming. Aloft while speak, uh, speaking to reporters, the other said his name was Daniel Johnson. He's, uh, uh, anyway, so that, there's, there's some, some stuff like that, which is, uh, which is good. Good for them. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. All right. <clears throat> so, let's see here. What do we... <laughs> We have uh, what else? What else do we have here? Yeah, so so but there is that talk then of like, okay, will they let them back on? Um, uh, is Trump going to come back and stuff? And again, not that this is going to fix anything or whatever, uh, but it's going like, to get a lot of a lot of people, uh, a lot of lefties pissing their pants, and that's always fun, right? Uh, Elon Musk to reverse lifetime Twitter bans of prominent individuals. That's uh, Infowars here. After his purchase of Twitter was accomplished or completed, uh, it was revealed that Elon is preparing to reverse lifetime bans, paving the way for return of Trump. Uh, Milo, Roger Stone, Alex Jones, Steve Bannon, and others on the platform. Uh, I guess the, the latest I heard, as you said, was that uh, council or whatever it was that's going to you know talk about this. Uh, I still couldn't figure out as if if this was fake or not. But Trump said, uh, 
apparently, allegedly. Uh, congratulations to Elon Musk on his purchase of Twitter. Many people are saying that change was needed as the old management was too concerned with the woke agenda. I have been told my account will be back up and running on Monday. Uh, we will see. Happy to be able to engage with a, an African-American-owned business. Is that is that the giveaway that it's fake or would he actually say that? I hope he said that. I can't tell. I, yeah, I, I hope that's <laughs> real for sure. Um, <laughs> I, I again, I, I didn't see it confirmed anywhere. I don't know where that came from. Personally. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. put that out. Exactly. <clears throat> you know, it, it's. Uh, I I hope that's real. That's hilarious. If, you know, it, and even if even if he just put that out without Elon Musk actually communicating with him and telling him that, or anybody from Twitter telling him that, that's a great power mover. Like, yeah, you know, flex to just be like let me back on and like, you know, just claim that he's going to. And if he doesn't, then people are going to be upset with him. So. Exactly. No, it's, it's, it's not a bad idea regardless. Yeah. So here's that one. Let me play this. It's just a short little, I guess a super cut of some of the videos that uh, project Veritas did with uh, some of the uh, Twitter employees over the years. Check this out. So you mostly just get rid of them. I knew that. Yeah. It was a and it's a much more severe violation. Um, given what we're seeing on the ground, we are going to actually um, be more aggressive in our enforcement beyond deamplification. Let's say it was a pro-Trump thing and I am anti-Trump. I was like, oh, I, just, I banned this whole account. I'll go to you. And then it's at your discretion. And if you're, if you're anti-Trump, you're like, oh, you know what? Mom was right. Let it go. One strategy is to shadow ban so that you have ultimate control. The idea of a shadow ban is that you ban someone but they don't know they've been banned. Oh, it might be the US government pressure. What? Why? Because they don't like people messing with their politics. Well, right now we don't make profit, so it's going to say ideology, which is what's led us to not being profitable. Better does not work. Some of my colleagues are like super left, 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 left. Capitalists, so we weren't really operating like capitalists more, we were like very socialist, like we're all like communist. Well, there you go. Big surprise. <laughs> Big surprise. Lisa told us. Thanks, man. <laughs> Engineer in the messaging game. Maybe I could hack into her. Like, I don't know. Your sex messages and your like dick pics are on my server now. All your illegitimate, illegitimate wives and like all the girls you've been Wait, 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 wait. You can read it. Let me see. How to protect yourself. Groups like Project Veritas are active right now. Like some group that's trying to just out the employees. Like they're trying to go on dates with them like this and record them. And then <laughs> he couldn't figure that one out. <laughs> go sell it to the New York Times and say this is what the Twitter employee just said. You're lucky that you met me organically because I would be questioning everything about you. Oh, jeez. Ha uh ha. -huh. <laughs> Some of the smart, as you can see, folks, some of the smartest, finest people <clears throat> that uh, that's working there at uh, Twitter. How how good is Project Veritas at getting these clips? It's yeah, it's wild great. How often they've been able to do this? You gotta love them for what they've done. 
Yeah, they're basically running like a uh, honeypot operation. I think <laughs> it's like it's like women and men, uh, and they are willing to go on dates, I guess, with these people <laughs> and just get them to talk. It's it's uh, yeah, it's very good. It's very we know a lot of the stuff, but to get it like confirmed on camera is very important. You know what I mean? Yeah, my buddy and I were joking about that at work this week. Is how hot are the girls that probably yeah. hair to us? <laughs> like, I, I would love to, you know, someday see what these girls look like. That <laughs> these guys are just spilling their guts to them, right? Yeah, or maybe the considering uh, the guy, the guys that uh, do are exposed, maybe they're not that great. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. They're just like anything that we're just like, oh my god, I'm gonna go on a date, everybody. All right. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so a lot of a lot of mad people. Uh, Aver Abraham Abraham is that a or, uh, Eisenberg says I yeah he had this like legal thing and I guess people are like reposting this uh, genuinely like they thought that this was this is how you do it. I do not allow Elon Musk or any other. Elon related person to use my photos, information, messages, or tweets, both in the past and in the future. Oh, now you're concerned with how they're using data? Okay, that's rich, man. And then he says, like, this, yeah, if you make this statement, a uh, violation of my personal life may be punishable by law. He gets <clears throat> this uh, crazy Jewish guy gets litigious right away here. Note Twitter will soon be a private organization. All participants should post a note like this. If you prefer, you can copy and paste this version. Uh, this is actually one that, um, Taylor Lorenz uh, re retweeted, and uh, it came after this one here. This is great. Another pleasant evening in the digital town square, and she was trending together with Ashkenazi Jews <laughs> a little bit earlier. Thank you, Twitter. It's uh, it's a it's it's a good time. The note was that was the noticing today. Yeah, I think so. The noticing. <laughs> yeah, it was either last night or today. And uh, oh shit, that's great. Um, okay, that's that's good stuff. Now, this guy came out of the woodworks, too. Let me see. Is this the one? Yeah, the, this guy. <clears throat> uh, Terry Bret Breton, right? He's the actual... Let me read his official title here. Um, oh, he doesn't have it there. Okay, he, he's basically like the, the, di the digital... EU's digital guy. Like, he's, he's heading up, like security and safety and like how what what should happen in the digital uh, sphere within the EU and stuff like that. <clears throat> and he tweeted this out. After Elon said the bird is free, in Europe, the bird will fly by our EU rules. <laughs> he said, who, who, who the hell put this guy in charge? He met with him back in May. I don't know if, sure if you saw this at the time. No, I didn't. Super uh, awkward and stuff. I think it was bad audio on this. i got to turn this up here. But check the uh, reminder here, folks. He said <clears throat> back in May, uh, today I met with Elon Musk and I wanted to share a quick message with you on platform regulation. So... He he bought the company. He bought it for forty-four billion. He's the sole owner, and yet he is not able to do what he wants with it. That shows you who's in charge, right? The EU can just show up and no, 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 no. I don't think this guy has said this to any. He has certainly hasn't said this to Mark Zuckerberg. He hasn't said this like to anyone else. It's just when Elon showed up that this guy feels the need to. We got to police you now and assure you, but you you abide by our rules. What the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I mean, let me play this here. In, uh, in, in Austin, together with, uh, with uh, Elon Musk. Uh, thank you very much, Elon, for welcoming me. Thank you. Most welcome. And uh, oh, look course. at that! Look at that! Look at it! 
Elon wants to shake his hand and he doesn't want, look at this, <laughs> it's so awkward here. So we are in, uh, in, in Austin together with, uh, with uh, Elon Musk. Thank you very much, Elon, for welcoming me. Thank you, most welcome. Hey, check and, uh, no? Okay. Course, no, okay. Uh, we discussed many issues and, uh, and uh, I was happy to, to be able to explain to you the DSA, uh, yes. a new regulation in Europe. And I think that uh, now you understand very well. It yeah. fits pretty well with what you think we should do on a platform. No, I think it's exactly aligned with my thinking. I think I very much agree with. Uh, it's been a great discussion, and um, I, I really think uh, I agree with everything you said. Really, uh, I think we're very much of the same mind, and um, and uh, you know, I think just uh, anything that uh, you know my companies can do that would be beneficial to Europe. We want to do that. I just want to say. No, thank you very much. That's again a good example. And. Uh, when we, we see that there could be some differences, especially when we are speaking things so important for our fellow citizens, yes. as in life and the digital space, the best is to come and discuss this is what we did, and I'm happy to see that we are live. Sounds, sounds Thank you very much. Oh, Thank there's you. the handshake. Okay. Right. okay. <clears throat> All right, so DSA, right, for those who don't remember, uh, it's the Digital Services Act, which is basically like shitting on, I mean, it's just the worst thing you can imagine, obviously, right? A guide to the EU's new content moderation rules. <laughs> but the fact that this guy shows up and says that feels the need to like, no, 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 no. You're not going to be running away and having fun with your platform anymore. You have to play by our rules. We'll tell you what you should be able to post on your platform. If this is the, and I bet you this guy as a, as a commissioner is, is like 100% unelected. Same thing with like Ursula von der Leyen and these maniacs in the EU. Like most of these twits are, no one has voted for these people. And they just show up and push shit through. I, I tell you, the EU is one of the, like, that has to just crumble and burn. It's one of the worst things that ever come out of Europe, to be honest. Yeah, this is, uh, it's similar too, to, uh, you know, this point was brought up, I think today by a, a Canadian content creator, because yesterday, uh, Bill C-11 passed here in Canada, which oh, yeah. is basically an internet censorship uh, bill. It's being, you know, portrayed as not being that, but yeah, you know, basically under the guise of protecting Canadian content creators and uh, you know making sure that Canadian, it's like a cultural bill, right? Yeah. Where they're going to make sure that Canadian content creators have a you know a space to produce content in it, and that in Canada their content will be pushed first. But you know, it's going to be regulated by basically uh, uh, what's it? What's the uh, American version? The CRTC here, which is a uh, you know, a content regulatory board, basically. Yeah. So, you know, people were asking uh, Elon if he was going to push back on this kind of uh, legislation. Yeah. Here. So I don't know how it will affect Twitter. I know it will affect YouTube heavily, but yeah, I'm not surprised that the EU is taking this stance either. No, it's, no, uh, no, no. No, it's, that's just the thing that in this environment, there's been so much like stuff about like, I mean, think about that. They've controlled every platform. They've controlled essentially every media outlet. Then you're beginning to have, you know, kind of, yeah, sure. I mean, you have some popular kind of more conservative MAGA tier, you know, Trump pro-Trump outlets and stuff like that, that that become popular simply because it's like there's, you can't get those opinions anywhere else. Uh, but they have had everything under control. But then the bi the biggest problem that they've been dealing with over the last few years is so-called mis and disinformation, right? They're terrified that like anything is slipping. This is what's so amazing about it, that despite the fact that they're controlling everything 100% and barring this Twitter purchase, which might or might not, again, it's too early to tell, be benefit you know, to, to, to an opposition to all this insanity or not, they, they are still freaking out because they're losing the narrative and they're losing the discourse. They're, they're still, of course, controlling politics, 
they're controlling banks, they're controlling businesses, they're, you know, all the ESGs, the World Economic Forum, like education, academia, culture, entertainment, media, like all that stuff is in their hands. So, and they're still transforming and making things worse every single day. Uh, but but losing the narrative of those who can speak out against this, that's what they've been losing. And they're terrified of that. And they have to control that somehow or they're going to lose it, I think. That, that was a, a big one that was brought up, too, that I've seen repeated, especially by the left wing blue Twitter, uh, Twitter blue check marks. There is uh, the misinformation aspect of this. So not necessarily attacking free speech um, and, and it being allowed on the platform. But, uh, you know, what what? protection is there going to be from disinformation and misinformation and uh, you know again i find that what's the difference between that and free speech because the misinformation of six months ago is the facts of today you know how many times yeah. has this happened especially over the past two years where they've called something misinformation then and, and then it's been proven correct i can think of a bunch off the top of my head like uh, remember whenever they said that the jabs weren't affecting women's menstrual cycles oh, and then they just yep. admitted that they were just today yep it's being on. it's being added on now as one of the uh, side effects of the of the jab. Yep, add me again. It's like that yeah. was misinformation, and we had to protect people from that, even though it was true. It just uh, wasn't true at the time. And the thing is, we can't just let that go. Like we are going to need people in jail. Like at the at the very minimum, people are going to be, have to spend decades in jail as a punishment of what they did not only those who shut people up who've warned people but those who proved everything and i mean again like that whole house of cards just crumbled over the last couple of months here now with everything just being confirmed but at the same time they're running this scorched earth kind of tactic i feel that he's just like let's just let's silence as many as quickly as possible let's just make as much damage and let's just kill as many as we can <laughs> that feel i mean i'm laughing but it's like absurd like that feels like that's the the strategy here i think they think that by within 3 to 6 months from now or whatever right prediction time here but we'll see what happens hopefully i'm wrong but it's going to be so bad with like just the supply chain issues, the shortages issues, the 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 food problems, the, the inflation, the rising prices that I think they think everyone's just going to be forgetting about this. They're going to be struggling with so many more like, you know, uh, you know, fundamental aspects that they, they, they need to worry about in order to survive as opposed to going after, you know, like the CDC head or something like that or the Pfizer guy, you know, I mean, Borla. Uh, hopefully I'm wrong and hopefully like it, it remains fairly calm so we can like prosecute these people and put them in jail or catapult them or something but uh, you know we'll, we'll, we'll see we can't let that go that's my point uh, uh, we must <laughs> you know follow through on that and and laws have to be passed to stop this shit you know what I mean it's surreal isn't it like I think you made this point immediately after there was that uh, EU parliamentary session there where Geer Wild is that his name Geer Wilders the, the Netherlands uh, MEP yeah, asked yeah. that very straightforward question and got a very finally straightforward answer. And I think your response was that that's jail right there. How yeah. is that not jail? Right, exactly. That, like that, that's fraud. And that's I mean, <clears throat> people people look at that like it's scandalous. It's, it's not scandalous. It's mass murder. Uh, exactly. Yeah. No, they did. You're talking about the clip of like they 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 didn't have any data regarding whether it stopped transmission or not. Was yeah. it that clip? Yeah. Yeah. Small. What was the name again? Small or Smalls? I forget a first name for the. Yeah, and, and did you see that too? Borla just denied showing up. He just like yeah. you know no no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show <laughs> I'm not gonna show up. I I gotta go to Jerusalem and get this like award about how great I am. And meanwhile yeah. he sends this little, one of the little minion ladies and just like oh no we didn't. 
No, we didn't know. We had to move at the speed of science, you see. So, you know, what, we, had, we, did, we didn't have any options. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I mean, just as bad as that, you know, admission was the, uh, the, the defense of it after. It, you know, your investment arm was so right. He's so right. It doesn't matter what these people tell you, what they admit to. They will just shape a narrative that suits, you know, the exact present moment yeah. for the NPCs to just, you know, get programmed in their skulls. And then they, they run out and they defend whatever's been, you know, said to them. Oh, yeah. No, they're, 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 they're the pro big pharma <clears throat> gang now, the, the, the war the war gang, the like, let's, let's uh, you know, <clears throat> let's produce more weapons. Uh, let's all the weapon manufacturers, let's give them more money so we can, like, build bombs and bomb the shit out of countries and stuff like that. That's them now. It's totally insane. Holy shit. I, I mean... Just today, our prime minister announced that uh, we're going to have war bonds that you can go buy at your local bank for Ukraine. Oh, man. So if, if you weren't satisfied with the amount of uh, money that was, uh, you know, being shipped over from the public tax funds, you can go dig into your own pockets and uh, buy war bonds. Oh, my God. Yeah, here it is. What is it? Uh, yeah, Reuters. There we go. There we go. There we Canada. Go. Yeah, here we go. Canada raising money for Ukraine with sale of bonds. Canada will be selling a government-backed five-year bond to raise money for Ukraine, the first country to do so, and it will impose new sanctions on 35 Russian individuals. Oh, man. Holy Honestly, I'm, I'm fine with this. I Like, if, if this is how they want to raise money, if, it, if like, you, you stand with Ukraine, right? You're big Ukraine, you know, supporter. Then you put your money where your mouth is. Go out and you support them. Stop giving tax dollars. Yeah, like I'm okay with that. Like, it, but they're going to do both now. That's the problem. Choice in that, but uh, I, I don't want to see another cent. They're going to do. Uh, they're going to do both now. That's the problem. Ursula von der Leyen. Exactly. That. It's, it's even worse. Oh, it's, but, uh, exactly. I mean, she she said uh, Europe, the EU is going to provide Ukraine with 1.5 billion per month now. And the rest is going to be funded by the U.S. And, yeah, I think Zelensky went and talked about the uh, with the World Bank, the IMF, the World Bank people were there at a meeting in D.C. He was over, you know, not physically there, but over uh, video link. And he was, like, basically saying we need, like, five billion, five to seven billion a month just to, like, run the government and run everything. And they were... They're like swooning over this guy, you know, like this pathetic seeing them like the world. I forget the names later. I think she's from like Romania or something One of the World Bank ladies. And they're just like, oh, my God, here he is now. Let's let's see what he has to say. How many billions do you need? <laughs> Five? OK, no, no worries. We'll get we'll get right on that, sir. Like, man, I'll tell you. Well, doesn't, doesn't the U.S. have another potential uh military package on the table for 50 billion in january oh yeah yeah I, it's just every other week there's some new here's 5 billion 4 billion here's uh, 13 billion here's uh, 500 million here's 4 billion you know just never ends uh, the shit that they're hiding over there <laughs> i mean I, I get it from like their mainstream geopolitical view like we got to defeat russia and ukraine because that you know blah 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 uh but at the time that it, this is happening too that's what's so amazing right like skyrocketing prices people can't heat their homes gas is running out no energy money food and it's like with that we're asked to give away billions and billions to a country which is just like should never have been at war with to you know at war to begin with no that's that's exactly bang on Lycan Warrior uh, sends a link, says, uh, gaming uniquely linked to racist, sexist and right-wing extremist views uh, all I have to say about this is yes this is a funny piece. What is this from? Uh, oh, Dazed. I think I've come across them before. 
Gaming uniquely linked to racist, sexist, and right-wing views, scaremongering about gaming is a common cliche, but a new study suggests that our fears might not be completely unfounded. Attentional, all gamers, we, it's like we're back in Gamergate days here. We've got some good news and some bad news. First off, a new study by the American Medical Association has shown that children who play video games enhanced cognitive performance. I remember this now. What you, do you remember that it was a time where the American Medical Association listed um, like transgenderism as a, as a mental disorder? I, th I mean, if you go back further, it was even homosexuality. This, the, these people have issues, like they have medical, actual medical issues, and we need to deal with this. We need to help these people, kind of thing. That went out the window, and then all these other things were drawn in. Now it's like you know you're a conspiracy thinker. That's a mental. We got to medicate against mental illnesses, and now it's. I'm not surprised. You know that's what I'm saying. Like. Gamers, anything that everything that like uh, according to their view is bad is going to be listed as mental illnesses, and they're going to seek legal um, means to forcefully like you know help these people or something eventually if it goes far enough. Oh, I don't know. In, in Canada, we have uh, you know state-assisted suicide now for all kinds of things. So uh, maybe this oh, will yeah. be one of them. If you have a gaming disorder, uh, you're, you're, you're eligible for suicide. Was that uh, was that just passed? I think it was passed a, a few months ago. I think, um, but the stories have really started coming out with it now. There's some bad ones. Like there's a home. There's a homeless guy out of Ontario that is seeking, uh, you know, state-assisted death. Really? Because he can't afford to live. Wasn't wasn't there one story where they basically tried to? And I might have gotten this wrong, but if like they were basically trying to talk parents into like killing their daughter or something like that like she was i mean she was dependent on like the system or which she need, she needed a lot of help but i forget exactly the details but it was basically something like while the borders remain like wide open you know what i mean they're like actively seeking to like kill their own population and not helping them you know what i mean that's how insane it is now uh, the, the, i think the worst example that came out of that was a uh, a soldier uh was talking to veterans affairs canada and they they offered him suicide as as an outlet for depression basically oh shit like it, it's, it's gross holy shit yeah that's crazy thank you like an rt says uh, bill yeah bill c11 is to preserve canadian culture though uh, trudeau says canada has no culture it's no it's a post-national economic zone yeah that's right yeah it's funny how uh, whenever you can whenever you can twist and turn everything you previously said into something that temporarily benefits you for whatever d dirty and subversive agenda you're trying to push, uh, they're more than willing to wheel that shit out. Our, our current Minister of Heritage and Culture, right, is, is his title, something along those lines. They, they keep changing them, right, to, to more and more woke terms. But anyways, the Minister of Heritage is actually an Argentine immigrant who's the son of a socialist revolutionary. That's our that's Canada's minister of culture right now. Pablo Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah, there he is. We yeah. we had the same thing in Sweden. We had this um oh, what was it? Not I don't think it was Iran. I think that still would have been kind of too close. Um he was something like that. He was like Albanian or Iraqi or something. I forget what it was anyway. And what? this Yeah, and this was the guy, folks, who was gonna like you know, preserve Swedish culture and heritage and all these kinds of things. And I remember he was like partially sitting on that throne of, of uh, um, you know, being the, the minister of heritage and, and culture when uh, they were like melting Viking, uh, you know, objects and stuff like that. They had like uh, swords and various finds that they've, uh, archaeological finds that they had. 
and partially under his watch, they just melted this shit down. <laughs> just like literally destroying it in front of our eyes. While this foreigner who barely like know, knows nothing of Sweden, he arrives like a few decades ago. It, it's always the same that it's like they put people in charge that care nothing about this, that knows nothing about this. Because again, that's how they do it. If you, if you don't know what you're, you know, giving up on or losing or turning your back on, it's going to be much easier for you to do it. You can't have some really invested, like, uh, you know, person that knows everything about Canada's or Sweden's heritage and the culture um, as you're dismantling it in front of people's eyes. You know, it's so obvious, Alex, to me. It's like they want to create this like global homo cultural uh, just blob person who's like n no roots, no heritage, no allegiances, no nothing. It's just like a perfect, like malleable a uh, great reset puppet who's like fits perfectly into like the fourth industrial revolution uh, framework that want to build after the supposed collapse they're bringing us through uh, right now. Yeah, this is, you know, a, a perfect example of this again in, in Canada is, so we have our own little version kind of knockoff of the ADL called the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. Yeah. And they're now producing, um, you know, a, a special package for schools for education on uh, you know hate and combating hate and racism in, in the classroom and one of the symbols that it has in this toolkit is canada's first flag like our, our, <laughs> our the flag that we fought two world war wars under is considered a hate symbol to these people yep of course and they, until they're funded they by tax it. dollars like this program was funded by the liberals absolutely um, yep it, it's it, it's 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 shockingly transparent what they're trying to do oh yeah but, uh, oh yeah no and it's it <laughs> It's it's funny because it's like the, it remains a hate symbol ever until uh, either until they can transform it to mean what they mean that it means right the, oh no no we, it's inclusive and multicultural now or whatever you know kind of thing then that well, they're yeah, that's how they portray it too is is it's not that it's inherently a hate symbol it's that you know conservatives use it because exactly. I don't know we fought two world wars under it it, it has a lot of history to it right before yeah. you know we we changed to uh, a leaf. <laughs> exactly. Uh, here's here's one from uh, Dog Whistler here. Don't worry, you'll be seeing more Canadian born born porn stars now. First reading: Canada to censor internet porn to ensure it's Canadian enough. <laughs> was was the twenty twenty one election stolen? No, but here's why. Interesting piece here. Uh, can I read? Okay. First, okay, let me see. Where's it? Uh, Canada could be on the cusp of a bizarre new era in which federal regulators will be empowered to figure out whether our online porn is sufficiently Canadian and levy the requisite, uh, requisite punishment if it isn't. That's also part of this BC, uh, Bill C-11? What the fuck? Yes, it is. The liberal it's push to subject much internet to CR CRTC control has passed the House Commons with NDP on the block uh, back in it. Uh, yeah, I remember that. They're talking about, yeah, Netflix, YouTube, Instagram. I, I, I saw that. The legislation applies to all broadcast via online undertaking. Okay. Let me get to the porn stuff here. Where is that? No less than Peter Menzies, former CP, blah, blah. The final decision regarding who is in and who is out will be made in the future. CRT hearing, but it's difficult to imagine commissioners giving Pornhub and its many hours of user-generated content an exemption, he wrote in a column earlier this week. Regulating porn would be nothing new for the CRTC. Canada's many adult-oriented cable channels must adhere to stringent Canadian content requirement enforced by the CRTC. So it's like... It's like porn with a flag in the background then or how to, <laughs> what exactly is again it, i don't think they've really thought any of these things through it's oh, just man. you know push push the agenda through as quickly as possible and we'll figure it out you know 
we'll figure out this tire fire, you know, after the fact. Man, that's uh, it's fascinating. It's bad here, guys. It's bad. <laughs> oh, oh, what is this national post? This is funny. All right, let's see here. We have so we got to talk about Kanye a little bit here too. Yes, yeah. um, that's 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 a big story right now. So he's being you know literally on person in front of us. He's losing all these business deals and contracts and stuff like that. Right now he has been. So I didn't know that, but I thought he was just like temporarily suspended from Twitter. But he actually lost like he was actually lost his account. It was gone. Account suspended apparently. Right, but now. Uh, Kanye West's Twitter profile, which was suspended for posting anti-Semitic remarks, uh, appeared to be back up on the platform a day after billionaire Elon Musk bought the company. Good stuff. I'm, I'm glad to see that uh, they're letting him back on there. Do you see this one? Malik Obama, that's like his brother, I think, or he's like his uh, long-lost brother. I forget what exactly his relations is. Why is it that nobody can say anything about Jews? <laughs> Based. <laughs> Asking dangerous questions there. Buddy. Yeah, whoops. You're getting a little bit too close. Yeah. Um, if Kanye said white people instead of Jewish people, he would have his own show on MSNBC uh, by now. Uh, that is accurate. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Kaufman said, uh, if you replace the word whiteness with Jewishness, pretty much every major news publication sounds like Kanye. That's right. How Jewishness poses the greatest threat to U.S. democracy. <laughs> can we see, Can we get that headline, please? Jewishness is a pandemic. America's problem is Jewish people keep backing the Republican Party. The Jewishness of wealth. Why black Amer Americans pay higher taxes. They were actually... Uh, paving over, or what do you call it, uh, draw, uh, painting over, that's the word I'm looking for, uh, Kanye's mural uh, in Chicago, which is, I believe, his hometown, his home city. Uh, it's been blackened out. He is being literally unpersoned in front of our eyes. It's fascinating to see the, this. Uh, that's the, the supposed things that doesn't happen because the group he's criticizing doesn't hold his power or manage to destroy a billionaire's life and all his business relations uh, simply for him pointing these things out. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? There's a right, like how funny is that? Uh, he, he talks about how certain people control Hollywood, and he gets booted off of. Or you know, who, what was the question he asked? Uh, who, who started cancel culture? And he immediately starts getting canceled. Yep, exactly. Um, yep, <laughs> unbanked. You know, uh, who controls the corporations immediately loses all of his corporate support. It's, you know, <laughs> it, there's a great comedian there. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, great i don't know it was a great comedy set and he's a, jewish i got it let's play yeah, yep great. here it is yeah. yep. Kanye West out here he's like jews run the bank the next day no bank you go all right all right very subtle jewish friends he goes jews run the media they they run social media next day no social media you go i'm jewish i'm like guys stop stop it Figure out a different way to handle this shit. You're not helping with the conspiracies here. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, not the, notice it didn't say conspiracy theories, though. He said conspiracies because that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed, man. Yeah, that's, it's, it's funny. It's crazy. The media is more angry about Kanye than they ever were at Jeffrey Epstein. Isn't that uh, fascinating? You remember, the, you remember the story, too, about him still being... Uh, uh, Epstein was under investigation by, was it Chase or Bank of America or something like that, but he was allowed to keep all of his account while Kanye, who just said a few words on a show and wore a White Lives Matter shirt, got all, you know, not all of his accounts, but, but uh, Chase, uh, JP Morgan Chase, they kicked him off. Uh, I think there's an, 
There's a few others that have dropped him now too, I believe, uh, Banks. Um, I don't know about Banks, but I think, uh, I mean, the list has been circulating and it's long. Foot Locker, Adidas, uh, you know, it goes on and on. The list of, of, of these companies that are dropping him. Yeah, let so, me see. Uh, was it Mark that have it, had it? No. Oh, I didn't bring that in. I should. Yeah, I can read that actually. Let's get, we'll get to that later. I think I had the list somewhere, which is kind of fascinating to see how many places it was basically from that it was kicked off. Uh, but of course, then you have other things like this. Look at, um, in many cases, he's not saying anything that some Jews haven't said themselves. There's a, a classical one from 2008 by Joel Stein, right? Who runs Hollywood? Come on. Uh, he says, I've never been so upset by a poll in my life. Only 22% of Americans now believe the movie and television industries are pretty much run by Jews, down from nearly 50% in 1964. The ADL, which releases a poll last uh, month, again back in 2008, sees uh, in these numbers a victory against stereotyping. Actually, it just shows you how dumb American has gotten. Jews totally run Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. And it's not a secret. That's the thing. That's why it's so frustrating that, I mean, Kanye is not, he, look, he's not the brightest, you know, bulb in the menorah, as I say, uh, but, he, <laughs> but he, he runs on instinct a little bit and, you know, he's talked to people, he's figured some shit out and he's just kind of, you know, he, he, he doesn't like, he doesn't get, give a shit about this. It seems he just will, will, will blurt it out. And and he knows that these things the, the these are are facts, and he's just like, why are people offended about that? I'm just I'm just just saying like this is just reality. It's just what it is, right? So he went on, uh, you know, who Lex Friedman is. He's he's pushed like crazy on you. I've never seen so many recommendations from one guy. Like barring, he's kind of too, he, he seems to taken over after Joe Rogan went to like Spotify. Lex Friedman is like their guy, like second to Joe Rogan. Yeah. <clears throat> and he had him on, and it was kind of an interesting conversation where Lex Friedman basically tells Kanye or Ye, Ye or Ye uh, that you sh even if it was true, you shouldn't say it because lying about this is the right thing to do. Listen to this here. As a father and as a black person with a political opinion. A great man still <laughs> through the pain does the right thing, and I think the right thing is to not say that there's Jewish control of the media. And That's the incorrect, though. That's a fucking lie. There is. <laughs> and they did come and bully me. It proved the point. No, the reason you don't say it Why? is because the world is much bigger than the, forgive me, the narrow little world you exist in. Oh, Your ooh. impact stretches way past those little boardroom so, meetings over contracts. So what you should understand? I have done? What should I have done? Not say that you should no, be a strong man that doesn't mention that doesn't match your religion or people, and then fight. And do you want to win this fight? Because how do I win? Not, how do we win? Call out individual people, build, that's one way because they have a big voice. The other voice that I prefer is to build another uh, uh, label. I feel, or support I feel another like label you're, control, you're controlling my creative narrative and my, because just like how you're telling me I shouldn't have said that, do you think there are people telling me I shouldn't have wore a red hat? And of course, I've never seen Friedman that freaked out about uh, you know when white people are attacked <clears throat> as a as a group or as a collective. I've never seen him like complain on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, again, it's been he, he could have said that pretty much about anyone and uh, not gotten the response that he, he got. You know, there's an example I, I could draw a comparison here. I don't know if you've heard about this one, but um, there's a, a musician Matthew Good. He's a Canadian artist and. Uh, Recently in Vancouver, he said 
And like, you know, it, it's a, a terrible joke. I don't know if joke is the right word, but he said the unvaccinated should be shipped to the Congo and shot with AK-47s by 14-year-olds. He said that live. Now, what other group of people could you say that about and get like Canada has ridiculous hate speech laws and, you know, human rights codes and things like that. Yeah. There's no other group that you, I mean, the only other groups you might be able to get away with saying that about are white people or yeah. Christians. Yeah. You might be able to say that about them and not face repercussions. Yeah. The, the same thing is, is happening here, right? Like it, it, why is Kanye being railroaded for this more than, uh, you know, what Matthew Good said, which is arguably worse. Well, it's because he's right about the things exactly. he's saying. That's why it, they're, not, they're they're not calling him a liar. Have you noticed that? No one says, "Well, stop lying about it." He just says, like Lex Friedman says, "No, you get you you need to lie about this because that's not the right thing to do." Because you know, it's just individuals, bro. Groups can't have a collective interest. Oh yeah, really? Since when did that happen? Like everyone has collective interests. What's <laughs> whoop de do? You know. The irony of, of Lex Friedman doing that, too, is aren't you a Jew in Hollywood that's right now trying to control down, the way yeah. Kanye interacts with the public? Exactly. That's literally, he's, you're literally proving his point. That's just it. Yeah, yep, exactly. And this guy, Tech Lee, this is an interesting story, too. I played a little bit of this from his YouTube channel uh, Wednesday, Why Kanye is Right. And it was basically, it was like, why Kanye is right about the Jews, right? And it was like, again, it, it, this is like a analytical guy he just looks at the data of this like it's it's just a fact it's just a fact like now let's go on that and talk about you know why that is or or whatever is that good is that bad now he says only that it's a religion and you know you could argue that but it, of course at the same time you can say this is you know this is an ethnic group as well it's just beyond just being religious because you can find these people on a genetic distribution map if you do DNS, DNA tests on these people. but So it is up on BitChute. It was taken down. What I showed there was the cached version from his tweet. He took down the tweet. The video is gone from his uh, uh, from his channel. If you click in on the link, uh, video unavailable. It's set to private. He hasn't said a word about that, but something happened. And I called this. I said that like, I don't see how he can talk like this and get away with this with like, well, he had like, yeah, like almost 300,000 subs or something like that on YouTube. Here's just the first minute. Just remember, guys, in case you missed this, what uh, tech lead. And he's an ex um, uh, Google guy. I think he was fired over the, you know, female representation bullshit stuff that they were pushing a while back and uh, kind of like, uh, Zach Voorhees, he he talked, you know, very much the same way. He was, was he with Twitter? No, he was at Facebook, right? Was he Zach Voorhees? I forget where he, which company he was with now, but it, you know, and a very similar story basically. But anyway, listen to what he said here. The first few minutes, it's interesting. Kanye West, is he actually right about some of the things that he's saying? Once we move past all of the hurt and historic anger that pulls up memories of the Holocaust. We want to take a look at the things he's actually saying and does he even have a point here moving past the emotional anger. And I think this is something that Kanye West actually suggested we do as well. We kind of forget about history and take a look just at the engineering, the logical, rational side of all of this. Because for all of the emotional outrage that he causes when he says the words like the Jewish media, I mean, the media is kind of controlled by a lot of Jewish people out here. We can actually see here who Woo. controls your mind. This was a chart back in 2013. All of the he, found, he found some of these based memes that people are sharing. And I was like, whoa, I, get, I mean, but this is, I, I kind of can, I, I can see it from their point of view that like they're, they're frustrated with this because like, as he said, this is just technical, analytical data. You know, you just look at the facts, you know what I mean? Why is why can't you say anything about? And he learned the hard way. This guy, he got a strike yeah. on his channel, 
And he, I mean, I'm not sure what's, what, what's happening now next to him, but I went to, to his Twitter. He took down that tweet. He didn't say anything about anything. Someone just told him, hey, that's it. You're not talking about this. And he's, you know, he, he, he pulled the rug there. So <laughs> it's kind of interesting just how matter of factly he goes about this. Eh? It's almost like he was naive to what he was about to do. I don't, being from, I'm, I'm not sure if he's born like in maybe China or Japan or wherever he's from, right? I think he's Japanese. Ja I yeah, I think he's Japanese. Ryan Dawson or something here. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, if he didn't, if he wasn't born here and programmed with the same thing, I can see that, right? There's, a, you see the, randomly you see stuff like that, like in Korea, they have like a, German National Socialist uh, coffee shop and things like that. You know, it's just like that. We just like the symbols. It's a historical uh, era. What are you talking about? Like this is not a problem. Um, <clears throat> but uh, let me play. Let me see here. Let me play. Yeah, that was his tweet here. Uh, let me play this. We should play the <clears throat> the. Uh, oh, this too. By the way, there's two couple of clips here. Here's Chinese speaking to that Chinese state media. This is from a while back. Check this out. Again, it's like this. They don't have the white people are are terrified of of talking about this because you're not allowed to. Why? Because well, I mean, you, these days you, know, you can lose your bank accounts like like we have. You know, you can lose your social media, you can lose your livelihood. You can, all these things could happen to you. In Asia, they they don't have that issue, so it's not a problem for them. So they can kind of take a cold, hard, um, rational look at this. And the, the, these are some of the uh, conclusions. Check this out from a CGNT, a CGTN, actually, Chinese TV here, a while back. Why does the U.S. act as a diplomatic shield for Israel? Be speed inside you need. I'm Jun Feng. China Foreign Ministry spokesperson Hua Chunying on Friday slammed the U.S. for postponing a U.N. Security Council meeting on the Palestine-Israel issue that was originally scheduled to open Friday. As of this recording, the worst conflict in years there has killed 10 Israelis and at least 197 Palestinians, including 58 children. Israel's strike on a media building in Gaza shocked the world and stoked worldwide protests against Israel. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres has said any indiscriminate targeting of civilian and media structures violates international law. But US President Joe Biden says Israel Jim has Biden. a right to defend itself. So why the US is always so pro-Israel? Why has every US president from Richard Nixon to Joe Biden called Israel America's closest friend? The official rhetoric is about shared values. They say Israelis have looked to the U.S. for political and diplomatic support. Americans, in return, appreciate Israel for following Western-style democracy. Well, is it really that simple and pure? Some people believe that U.S. pro-Israel policy is traceable to the influence of wealthy Jews in the U.S. and the Whoops. Jewish lobby on U.S. foreign policy makers. Indeed, there are over 5 million Jewish people in the U.S. On the rich list of Forbes, there are 18 Jews in the top 40 in the U.S. Jews dominate finance, media, and internet sectors. So do they have the powerful lobbies like some say? Possible. But all right. <clears throat> anyway, so he he kind of cucks then, and then he says that uh, it's actually U.S. using Israel, which is kind of like a, a weird twist at the, at the end of it. Yeah. But my point is, like, even they see it. They see, you know, this is not this is not shocking or weird to them. Like, what are you talking about? This is what it, what it is. Now let's talk about whether it's good or bad. Okay, can we can we get to that point? <laughs> that's exactly that's where it always goes, right? Is you know nobody denies that mass immigration is happening. They just it's whether or not it's a good thing. 
That, right. You know what I mean? Like with everything, yeah. it, a lot of these things they don't even deny anymore. It's just a matter of perspective. Exactly. Yeah, I remember this. Here's, here's, here's uh, Biden here, right? Uh, look at this. We'll be we'll discuss my continued support, even though I know it's not in the near term a two state solution. That remains, in my view, the best way to ensure the future of equal measure of freedom, prosperity and democracy for Israelis and Palestinians. You once defined yourself as a Zionist. You said that you don't have to be a Jew in order to be a, a Zionist. And you were right. And in your case, a great Zionist and one of the best friends Israel has ever known. Whoops. All right. <clears throat> but but you see, uh, he can't say it, right? <laughs> that that's happening. But anyway, so um, here's a, actually another one, too. Let's play this one. Uh, let me see here. We got to find the right one here. So J Greenblatt, of course, immediately came out. He was he's he's been coming out the woodworks the last few days, both about Kanye and stuff. But because they both bleed together, obviously, right? This as Kanye is being attacked and depersoned and losing all his business uh, relationships and and contracts and stuff like that, uh, he's let back onto Twitter, and we have a, you have a free speech thing kind of happening on top of that right away. So they both connect, of course. And everyone, of course, goes to uh, Jonathan Greenblatt. Well, what should we do, Jonathan? Please tell us what what <laughs> what the, our moral conscience. Uh, please tell us: should we ban? Is that good? Is this bad? What 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 does Elon Musk have to do? And this is the same threatening. He needs to do this. Blah blah blah. Well, Elon really should do this. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Again, no one voted for you. No one elected you. And now you're admitting that you're putting pressure on corporations, on banks to get uh, Kanye, you know, uh, booted off of these things. Again, just confirming the very points that I made. But so he, so uh, Greenblatt went on um, CNBC. I think this is from earlier today here, uh, talking about the uh, the takeover uh, that Elon did of Twitter, and this is what he said. I don't want to use too many cliches uh, at this point, Jonathan, but everything's like a Rorschach for people. One man's uh, meat, another man's poison. Uh, one man's hell is another man's uh, heaven. I guess. What, what do we have right now, in your view, at Twitter? Jonathan, is it somewhere between heaven and hell? Like, I don't know, what would that be, like a purgatory or something? What do we have right now? Well, look, I don't know about your the theological way you want to interpret this, Joe. But I will tell you, like, you know, despite my reservations that we've talked about on the show, I was cautiously optimistic that Elon Musk would be able to address Twitter's deep and abiding problems and that he'd take the concerns of civil society to heart. But some of the developments over the past few weeks, I think they've been alarming at best, including, you know, last night. One of the first things he did was he fired the head of trust and safety at the platform, the person responsible for making sure that you deal with conspiracies and misinformation. Oh, you mean the, the gal that was doing your work for you, eh, Jonathan? Is that what you're saying? This concerning? <laughs> and we know that he welcomed Kanye West back after a two-year absence, after he made anti-Semitic comments on instagram oh two was he what two years now he's got to just been two days or two weeks or something from instagram right i think he's no, I, think, I think there was a previous incident where kanye had made similar statements oh okay i see i see okay all right let's keep playing here. and we know that he posted this meme of former president trump and yay and himself all owning you know platforms as if they were playthings. so 
I'm going to tell you right now, like I was. They shouldn't be allowed to buy whatever they want to, because I'm the arbiter of what is allowed and not allowed. Okay, Jonathan? Yeah, I will hear you. Okay, buddy. <laughs> Glad to see the tweet you just put up about the fact that he thinks Twitter can't become a free for all hellscape, which, by the way, is a pretty low bar. But given his recent behavior, I think we all need to see action, not words. We need to know. We need to know that Elon remembers that conspiracies kill people. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. We we must know who appointed this guy to be in any position whatsoever to hold this sway and this power. Did you see that letter? They I bring it up all the time because it's so fucking outrageous of them writing to the Iceland Tourist Board, Jonathan, the ADL, and threatening them, basically saying, we could kill your entire economy because we have a lot of Americans going to Iceland, you know, spending money, your economy, tourism is a big thing in Iceland. If you don't do, now they happen to be over like circumcision, right? If you don't, if you don't continue to circumcise boys in Iceland, uh, we will come after you and we'll destroy you economically. That's what he said. And that letter was like out on the internet. It was like, I, I don't think it was leaked. I think they actually released it. That's how brazen they are now. But it was like this mob tactics of like, you know, oh, nice shop you got there. To, you know, too bad if something were to happen with it. You know, listen, we'll break your legs. That's essentially what it was. It's incredible. Yeah. So that was. Uh, Iceland was going to ban circumcision. Is that what it was? Yep. Yeah. So banning genital mutilation. They have a real problem with banning genital mutilation. I know. That's a huge issue for them. I guess they we got to just snip the snip, snip the little boys. You know, that's we, we got to do that. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, if, if, after you snip them, then, you know, if they want to cut it off completely, we can do that. Too. <laughs> yeah, we do a little bit at a time. <laughs> All right, here's the last 20 seconds of this clip. Here. Today was the fourth anniversary of the Tree of Life shooting. A man who was radicalized online. We've seen it in Buffalo, El Paso, Poway, Charleston. So we need to know as civil society. But uh, no mention of Daryl Brooks Jr., though, or any no. of the other ones, right? That actually was like driving Elon over, like, you know, killing white people and stuff. They're just pretending that that's not happening. They're just pretending that they're not driving a narrative that's creating violence and hatred against white people. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it just. Let's play the rest. <laughs> I know, I know. Musk is going to take the steps necessary to ensure that the platform is free from conspiracy theories right. and aid. Right. Yeah. Free from conspiracies. And of course, that's whatever we deem it to be, right? Again, exactly. after, after exactly. everything with the COVID stuff, you know what I mean? Like, and again, at every step of the way, the, the conspiracy theories have basically been proven right, right? It might kill you, myocarditis, the blood issue, the menstruation uh, problem, the infertility issue. Uh, now we're seeing excess mortality. We're now, what else is um, those are now the, those are the few things to that to add on that I'm forgetting. Well, now, even, do you remember whenever people were calling them out and saying it doesn't stop transmission and they were being yeah. labeled as spreaders of misinformation or disinformation? And that's true now. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, yep. it just, and they slowly change it sometimes maybe, behind, you know. Oh, if we're forced to recognize that or they're just pretend, pretending it didn't happen kind of thing, right? Uh, they're so dishonest and these people are like murderers to get their... Uh, to just continue to push? Absolutely sickening. And th these people are the last people that should be have come close to any kind of decision-making or influencing, uh, considering like the, the bad track record that they have, right? I, again, I think I, with the Kanye thing here too, I think the... Uh, I said that Wednesday, but it's almost like the, that cat is out of the bag almost in a way. It's like that because the more they just keep digging their own grave, the more they push on this. You know what I mean?
Yeah, I mean, I, that that was one of the most fascinating things about what happened with Kanye is it, it was like they kept bringing him out, wheeling him out onto these huge platforms because they were expecting him to just apologize and basically, you know, take it back. And he just kept he just kept doubling down. That, that was the best part of it. Yeah. Um, it, it was like they could, it almost felt, you know, because who was it? Cuomo and Pierce Morgan, they, they both tried the same thing and he just said, no, I'm not going to say what you want me to say. Um, that, you got to respect wanna, that. Well, too many sorry. cliches. Uh, at this point, Jonathan, but everything's like a... There it is. Sorry about that. Okay, go, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I just... You, you, you got to respect his ability to just, uh, in the face of this overwhelming, uh, you know, pressure to take it back, stop saying it. He's just saying, no, I'm not going to stop saying it, specifically because you keep trying to get me to stop saying it. That you're proving me right. Like, how how am I wrong here? I'm not going to admit that I'm wrong because, you know, I'm being pressured. Like, that that's the whole point of what I was saying the whole time. Yeah. Exactly. Let me see what, uh, let me see if we can pull that up real quick. Uh, I got to go to our own channel here. One second, guys. <clears throat> All the places that he was banned from, I think I, yeah, here, here we go. Okay. Ye or Kanye, cancel list as of the 27th of October, 2022. Concert at SoFi Stadium canceled, suspended on Instagram, suspended on Twitter. Now he's back there, of course. Fox News documentary scrapped. He was being banned from Fox News. Interview on the shop canceled. Drink Champs interview deleted. That was, you know, he said some more. He doubled down on that show. They deleted that. He's been banned by J.P. Morgan Chase. Boycotted by WME. Uh, deal with Balenciaga or Balenciaga, whatever you pronounce that. Terminated. The, one of the fashion uh, uh, designers, right? Boycotted by Vogue magazine. He's been dropped by CAA talent agent. MRC documentary scrapped, boycotted by UTA. I'm not even sure some of those are. Disavowed by ex-wife and family. He's been banned from the Daily Wire. That was an interesting, like, the little run in there with um, uh, um, Candace Owens, right, and her doing the White Lives Matter thing with him because that's kind of what set the whole thing off, right? And then, you know, uh, Benny, little Benny Shapiro got upset that the, they were uh, talking with him and bringing him on still. And so there we go. That See, that's the thing. that the, the ethnic allegiance took over and that came to dominate whether or not we should have open or free discourse on these issues. Nope, he's banned from the Daily Wire. Predictable. Remember when Ben Shapiro would say things like, you know, facts don't care about your feelings? Well, which facts are you upset with that Kanye that's saying? That's right. That's right. They don't care about your feelings, Benny. Yeah, let's not debate those things because it at its at its face it's ridiculous. Oh, really? Can you can you disprove it? We just showed you some of the data. Yeah, no. It shouldn't be hard to you know when he claims that you know all of these celebrities have uh, you know Jewish handlers. I I don't know if that's the word he used, but you know something <laughs> along the Jewish Jewish agents, Jewish managers, right? It's like, well, is that true? Is like just is it true? Like yeah. you know. What percentage of, of the people that are handling, and I know he named a bunch of them, right? Yeah. So he was talking about specific people, but like, if, if, is that true? And then if it's, if it is, then why are you upset? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And again, it's like some of those other guys that said, we, we're, we're proud that we're running things that we should, everyone should know that we're doing that. You know, if you have a split, the split there, at least with some of them. Right. But yeah, you know, Jim Goad, he said that famously, he said like, we should ask whether it's true or false, not whether it's right or wrong, you know, because then you have morality on top of that. And it's like, well, this is wrong. Okay. Well, why is it, why is it wrong? What's so hurtful? Anyway, we, I think we know what's going on. <laughs> I think we know what's going on here and why they're trying to shut this down, right? Okay, a few more things here uh, that he is banned from. 
a 1.5 billion U.S. dollar Adidas deal has been terminated. Uh, his $1 billion Gap deal has been terminated. He's been boycotted by Foot Locker. I remember he wa- was that when he walked in or something at some unannounced, they said, on some at, at an office. It was escorted out. Yeah, um, he was kicked out. Yeah. Uh, assistant and lawyer, uh, uh, his assistant and his lawyer have resigned. That's right, in the UK, his v- v- wax figures from uh, Madame Tussauds were removed. Uh, he's been banned from uh, Cano Steam Player. I have no idea what that is. And also banned from, no, Skechers. That's where he walked in, right? Skechers, I think it was. Um, but yeah, so just for saying the wrong, few wrong things. What, a, yeah. you know, again, I, I said that. I said he's going to get the, um, the uh, Nick Cannon treatment. Yeah, again, that's a that's a great example too, right? Because you know the Nick Cannon uh, treatment came for what he said about a certain tribe, but uh, you know, I, I feel like it's lost, probably not on this audience, but you know, just before he said those things, he went on a, a terribly racist rant towards white people. That was no fine. one said anything that about fine. that. Yeah, no one said anything about that. Totally fine. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. That's we're not concerned. That's fine. That's sanctioned in the media. In fact, we want that. Good boy. Yeah. And so then he went to, uh, I think he went to uh, <clears throat> the Holocaust Museum. Following that, and by the way, one of Kanye's friends wanted him to do that as well. And he's basically no, no, no. It's you and us against the whites. See, <laughs> that's what you should be. You should, if you spew this against, as the tweet said, if he would be shitting on white people, he had, he had TV shows by now. I mean, he'd be, he'd be more light, be lifted up to the stars, you know? That's exactly right. Huh? Instead of being torn down. All right, so, uh, yeah, go go ahead if you want to finish that thought. Uh, well, no, I, I was just saying, it, it almost reminds me of that. I think his name is Tommy Sotomayor. Yes. That, that clip, right? Is is that not exactly what Kanye's gone through? Let me, uh, I got to find that. It's a good reminder. Sometimes you forget you should play some of these things. <clears throat> I have that. Let me see here. That guy, I mean... Where's the lie, right? Yeah. Let me see here. Uh, I want to have the edited version, though. I did an edited version. Let me see if this is it. Let me see here. One second, guys. Sorry about this. It's on the fly here. That's 10 minutes, so that can't be it. I think it's shorter. Let's see this one here. Otherwise, I'll find it. But it's, yeah, it's a funny one. And it's topical. I mean. Let me see. Here it is. Is this the one? Tommy Sotomayor? Man, my uh, network is just sluggish here. Oh no, that was that one. Okay, I'll f- I'll find that. We could play that a little bit later. And maybe let's let's just, let's just play. Well, you have this one, of course. This happened right away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Daily Mail, right? There's a conservative uh, UK source there. Kanye wanted his 2018 hit album "Ye Hitler" as anti-Semitic rapper disturbing history of praising Nazi leader. This is revealed. Oh my God! Really? Is that is that where we're going with this? Um, Andy Cohen says, "Yes, I'm racist. I hate white people." In 2016, 2022, it says the amount of anti-Semitism coming from all corners is fucking alarming. See, one of them is sanctioned. Here's a little yeah. subtitle clip for you guys, but uh, just a, if you want a little uh, additional, uh, you know, what do you call it? Ch- the cherry on the top here uh, regarding um, issues of uh, control. Here's uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. It's kind of a lower. Uh, quality clips so it might be a little hard to read the subtitle but he's speaking in uh 
what is it, Yiddish, Hebrew here, but uh, check out this clip. All right, anyway, back to that. He basically is saying there, Benny Netanyahu, this is from a few years ago, though, but he's basically saying that uh, they control America. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they got this done, and the the Oslo Accord and all those things, right? Uh, and uh, all right, well, okay, well, he's the guy saying it, then you know. There's a few clips like that of Netanyahu saying similar things. Oh yeah, I've seen other ones too. He's, yeah, that guy's a bastard. <laughs> oh yeah, I know it's it's incredible, right? But uh, no, no, that's that's not a problem. So it's not just media's foreign policy. APAC boasts about it being bi, you know, bi uh, bipolar, <laughs> bipartisan. Um, you know, no matter who's in, you know, who, no matter who's in politics, we are always, uh, you know, the guys benefiting from it essentially. Uh, all right, let me take a couple of these here. Uh, Archie says uh, the beaver is a Canadian symbol. Is there any official other stuff that it's on the beaver? Is it on flags, beaver? No? <laughs> well, not familiar. <laughs> okay, Archie, thank you. The beaver is a Canadian symbol, it says. I think it is. Cuck-free zone. Um, I think it's a, I, I think I've watched a number of, like, wilderness. Like, people are out camping and stuff. And, uh, you know, there's, like, a lot of YouTube videos, like, bushcrafting and stuff like that. Many of them are in Canada. And it's amazing what the beavers can do with the landscape and how they can transform it. It's just absolutely incredible. Oh, I, said, I, I was hearing beaver. Like oh, beaver, beaver, beaver. No, no, beaver, beaver. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. But if, is it on any official stuff? I guess maybe coat of arms uh, or something? The, the beaver is Canada's official, like, national animal. Oh, it actually is. Okay, well, there you go. That makes, <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, Cuckfree Zone says uh, conspiracies do kill people, especially that conspiracy to, uh, especially that conspiracy to replace white people. That's right. It does. Thank you, Cuckfree Zone. Good to see you. Yeah, I mean, again, just just is absolute. They're just pretending that the narratives that they've been driving is is completely uh, reasonable and, you know. This is fair. This is fine. There's no uh, hatred being directed towards white people by running this, uh, you know, insane anti-white narratives in the media, in the culture, in movies, in Hollywood, in net Netflix. I mean, you could just every other day there's new examples of just like openly shitting on people, even calling for violence in many regards as well. And this accumulates, this builds up over time. This creates anger. Everyone thinks it's the, you know, whitey's out to get you. This is the problem kind of thing, uh, which of course eventually diverts, uh, you know, that's when words turn into action. And that's the line they've been using all this time. I even necessarily, I, I, I think there's some truth to it, but I'm not the first one who would say like, oh, we have to shut this person over here down for speaking because some other person over here happened to hear what that person said and now 
you know that so he the guy speaking is responsible not the guy actually doing the violence you know what i mean i i'm not i'm not convinced that that's like a, uh, a logical you know kind of argument being made i don't believe in it but but following their standards and what they've been trying to push Holy shit! If there's one example we can we can make that it's definitely what's happening now with the anti-white uh, narratives and agenda. I mean, I could give an example of this too. Like, it, again, like I, I don't know why we ever delve into these kind of hypothetical experiments because it, you know there's two different logics. There's one that is applied to certain types of people. There's another one that's applied to others. So it doesn't really matter. But you know, this anti-hate organization in Canada. Their newsletter is a socialist fight back. It, it promotes, you know, Marxism, communism, all of these, you know, ideologies that have killed hundreds of millions of people. Yeah. Yep. Well, like, what do we do? Like, if if you're so concerned with uh, certain ideas being shared, like, why are only certain ones not acceptable? Yep. That's right. That's right. But, you know, I mean, the, the left is hypocrisy personified. It's different, you know, rules for thee, but not for me. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Yeah, and, and there's some there's some people that are smart enough, I guess, to call centrists and so forth. They're smart enough to call this out, and and they seem, again, kind of like we said in the beginning, they're more concerned with something being done to stop that or or to ensure that like we as white people have, well, first of all, rights too, and that there's no violence directed at us simply because we're white. Things like that. Uh, issues like well. Should we be, we were never asked if we wanted to be replaced in our own countries. Should we not have a say in that? You know, these kinds of things, right? But there's some people that are more concerned with the backlash almost than they are with like, with this over the top anti-white stuff that's been happening. And and that's why I previously said, I could, we might put Elon in that bracket. Actually, he's just saying, no, no, no we gotta, we gotta let these people <laughs> vent essentially. We gotta, otherwise, you know, they'll get angry kind of thing. And my point is like, as I said before, well, okay, maybe we don't have to be angry. We don't have to be violent about this, but at the same time, if things have been done towards us politically over decades now, you know, from, cultural Marxism to leftism to all the liberal stuff to the anti-white things, everything has been like, you know, dominating um, the mainstream essentially over the last few decades. If they've inflicted all this damage and now they've virtually driven us to become minorities in some of our own capitals in, in around the world, uh, should we not be allowed to fight back against this? Should we not be allowed to restore some of this or, or, or like organize in such a manner that we can like not only halt this, but reverse some of these trends that have been pushed on us? If people recognize that those things have been wrong indeed, uh, that oh, it was done subversively or it was done by coercion or by force or something like that, should we just not, no? As long as we shut it down and leave everything where it is right now, then then we're fine. Like then then it's even. And my point is like again, we could be we could be rational about this. We can even be compassionate about this. But my point is, we have to reverse some of this stuff because otherwise we'll continue to exist as as an as an ethnic group. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, what I, it was I forget who this was that uh, Lana had on uh, a while back, and wasn't one of the things that she was talking about was basically she's creating you know. Uh, Ang I forget the term. She's from England, right? Like Anglo-Saxon cultural uh, clubs or uh, yeah. organizations to preserve the mi the now minority culture, yeah. like the native minority, the indigenous culture to England or Scotland. Yeah, that is now basically in in some uh, you know cities and towns a, like a, a legitimate minority. It's like if we're so concerned with protecting you know minority and indigenous cultures, except for but, certain ones. Yeah, exactly. No, that's a, it's yeah. all tricks, right? Uh, to get you to get you to lose political uh, power and influence, to give it to give up essentially, right? That's what it is. Censorship is about that. 
Um, demoralization is about that. Oh, it's it's over. You're a minority now. You know, kind of thing. You kids, nothing you can do about it. It's inevitable. You know, you hear these Jedi mind tricks all the time. You know, kind of thing. Um, I, I saw that uh, on was it Wednesday you were talking about, or maybe it was Weekend Warrior, the uh, Afro-Saxon. Yeah, I was just going to say. That's going to mention that. Yeah, native. Imagine, imagine doing that anywhere. Imagine <laughs> if you were uh, you're you're an Irishman and you go to the uh, the Congo, and uh, now you're just going to be you know you've immigrated there, and they have to accept you as Congolese, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, right. What do you what do you mean? What are you telling me? I'm not a Congolese man. What has been Congolese man my whole life? <laughs> <laughs> Come here and you treat me like I'm garbage, like I'm not one of you. Yeah. Like, what, like, does that work in reverse anywhere else? No, it it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, we 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 are letting it happen because we're we're tolerant. We're 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 too tolerant. We're so tolerant yeah. that we just think this is I don't know going to resolve itself or go away or something like that, right? But no, they can sit in our countries advocating for getting more power, more influence, and replacing us in positions of you know from being on the television or whatever in movies and all these things. To slowly just kind of pushing us off the stage, and then oh no, this is completely fair. This is completely completely legit. Yeah, here's that. Check this one out. Here's from uh, Ireland. Here's one of the uh, the Afro Saxons here, one of the Africans. No, he's a uh, full I think. Uh, but anyway, listen to this here. It's a new Ireland. It is though. It is a new Ireland. It's a new Ireland of uh, new, different diversities, multicultural people, Filipinos, Spanish, Africans. Mixed people. I I met I met I met a girl. I met a girl the other day, and I was like, "Where are you from?" She goes, "My man's from China, and my dad is from Africa." I'm like, "Whoa, Ireland is unique now. We 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 we're mixed." Because I can imagine in ten years time, there's going to be Barack Obamas walking around, Beyonces, and oh, different different sorts, mixture of people. So the whites are going extinct here now. So we are we're taking over. <laughs> Yep, there you go. The whites are going extinct. We're taking over. And he's laughing about it, too. Have you seen that clip before? Ireland was one of the most ethnically diverse regions in the world before it got more, you know, the, the right kind of ethnically diverse. Like, how many different European ethnic groups have mingled in that country to form a very distinct cultural heritage? And uh, no, not, not, not culturally diverse enough. Yeah, no, exactly. You can you can replace them, <clears throat> and 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 as you say, I mean, it's long as like it you, yeah. I mean, you get natural, you know. Yeah, you get war, you get conquests, you get uh, war brides, all kinds of things. You get, I mean, you get that throughout history, right? But now it's like, well, now it's we're in this post history era now. Post, uh, you know, like no, we're beyond all that. Doesn't happen now. We're not not none is doing that while it's like actually still happening it's just that the means is like now they're using like human rights you know what i mean <laughs> to like to 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 annihilate uh, entire ethnic groups in in europe you know what i mean i mean i, I again like they, the, in terms of color wasn't ireland one of the most in terms of color diverse i mean not necessarily skin red hair brunettes with green eyes brunettes with blue eyes blonde yeah. hair blue eyes blonde hair green eyes red hair you know it, like incredibly diverse in terms of its uh ethnic makeup but not the right kind so no yeah. not the right it's, it's white diversity you see so that's yeah. still a problem right <clears throat> yep no we have all the diversity we need in fact Lars Ogbeck over on Entropy says uh, yesterday I saw an election video from a new party called out the Rothschild family Zionists and World Economic Forum as being at the center of the system aiming to destroy us today I voted for him here's a video of a guy from the same party confronting our prime minister okay interesting let's take a look at this um, new party what was that video party called 
Um, I did miss that it's election time in Denmark. Got to keep up with that too. Anyway, check. Let's check out the video here. Subtitle, I believe. Well, I'm Mette Frederiksen. Hi. Mette Frederiksen. Hi, Nielsen. Yeah. Hi, I stood also up to Folketingsvalget. Hello, lykke med det. Tak skal du have. Og lige måde. Ja, ja, jeg har lidt. Ja, det er om jeg kan tale om hvad man skal gå. Nej, det. Har du en kommentar til de 83.000, der er døde af de påståede coronavaccinant til videre? Hvad med de mere end 150.000 mennesker, der er blevet skadet af de påståede coronavacciner? Har du det okay med, at I løgner om immunitet hele år? Sover du godt om natten, mens du skader og dræber danskere? Du må virkelig have dårlig samvittighed med det. Hva? Er det svært at leve med sig selv, når man myrder og skader sig af folk? Er du bare iskold? Let's take care of our future. Yes, that's the best. the police. Ah, all right, I haven't seen that party before. Okay, cool. Thanks for the link. You gotta check that out. One more details. Yeah, that's uh, uh, Mette. Was it Fredriksson? Was that her name? Yeah, okay. Interesting. Good stuff. Thank you, Lars. Appreciate the, the link. Uh, Bill Hoover says, uh, I'm waiting for the Steven Crowder bit. Uh, Jews control the media. Change my mind. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That'd been good. I don't think we'll see that one. I don't think so either. <laughs> Cocaine Rim Jobs says, looking forward to Kanye's My Struggle book. There you go. Uh, and subsequent, for no reason at all, election landslide to office. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Uh, Six Gorillion says, oy vey, it's like another show. There you go. Exactly. Thank you. All right. So uh, one thing I'm going to, we could squeeze this in before we wrap up here. We're almost uh, over time a little bit. But uh, did you see the uh, uh, Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's uh, husband, was uh, attacked with a hammer, I guess, at like 2 a.m. or something. He was taken to surgery, brain surgery, after a skull fracture. And apparently the person who broke in uh, was shouting, where's Nancy? <laughs> and people are like, this is a gay op for like the midterm thing. Like, a di- like oh, my God, there's some Republican. I don't know what you, but anyway, did you, uh, did you see any of this? Do you have any texts on it? I did hear about, like, I heard about it. I, I yeah. didn't hear any of the specifics. I didn't know that he went to surgery. I just heard about that. He, some guy came in with a hammer. Yeah. And uh, I did, somebody pointed out that, did the cops let it happen? Yeah, there was a lot of uh, questions. People were like, what's with the, there, there's no like security uh, footage or something. People were just like, Jet, like, well, you, you know, we should be able to have more evidence of this. Essentially, I guess people were saying, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but people were like, where the hell is the footage of this, you know, kind of thing. And it, fe- it felt like it was kind of like a, a, a set up a little bit in some way. I, look, it could very well be, be real and stuff. Um, here's what the police said, just a b- brief uh, uh, video here. When the officers arrived on scene, they encountered an adult male and Mr. Pelosi's husband, Paul. Our officers observed Mr. Pelosi and the suspect both holding a hammer. The suspect pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently assaulted him with it. Our officers immediately tackled the suspect, disarmed him, took him into custody, requested emergency backup. All right, here's the uh, couple. Here's the guy who apparently did it, Dave DePapi. 
42 identifies the man who attacked Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, with a hammer at their San Francisco home in the early hours Friday morning. Uh, I There's plenty to be upset with Nancy about. So, of course, I, I'll, I'll assume it's real until you know we can prove that it's not or whatever. But people are like, what's the security issue, cameras and stuff? I even think it was like, uh, what's her mean, name again? Uh, Harmeet Dillon, I think, on Twitter said she had delivered a lawsuit at that residence at one point i believe this is what she said on twitter and that there was like security cameras and even like law enforcement like all over the place there and so she was surprised that it, it went this far and that it was allowed to happen essentially but i don't know you know i yeah i, I mean it's one of those things where you almost need more information it's, it's so strange um i'm not surprised that somebody would want to uh attack Nancy Pelosi no. at all <laughs> um, and again it's like uh well, I guess San Francisco seems like a wonderful place because there's schizos running around with hammers. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Oh, um, yeah. Fentanyl, but, drugs, poop everywhere. And, you know, people like her, they they, they created that. They did all that. More humorous uh, angle to this here. But um, open mic. I'll, I'll turn up the audio, too, so make sure everyone can hear. Uh, let me see here. Where is the uh, line here? Someone is asking, <clears throat> can we... Uh, can we report on the nudist stuff? <laughs> that it, I guess that it was a nudist or something, and then someone coaches the media and says, absolutely not. Listen to this. Okay, so is this the dude that, uh, that uh, was an older, like, uh, nudist dude? Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm, is it okay to say any of that stuff? Yeah, so it's a little hard hearing that in the beginning there, unfortunately. Let me turn that up a little bit. <laughs> Can we say anything about the nudist stuff? No, no, absolutely not. They're coaching the media ahead of ahead of time. I don't know if that's <laughs> because of Paul or because of the attacker, but anyway, it doesn't matter. If you don't want the media to report that, why are you telling the media? Yeah, that? it's just uh, I guess they they believe the mics are not on, you know, hot mic moment. That's that happens all the time, right? So they they make mistakes. That's what I'm saying. If they don't want shit like that to get out. Um, all right. We had some other stuff, but we have to wait. Uh, we're over time. Alex, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate you. Where should people go to follow your stuff or give us some of the channels? Sure. You can find me on Telegram at uh, t.me forward slash the ferryman's toll or on Twitter at ferryman4747 and uh, also on Instagram at ferryman4747. Although I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty, uh, what is it? Throttled on Instagram. So I don't even really use it that much anymore. But uh, yeah. Okay. A couple of sources. That's good stuff. A couple of more here real quick. Uh, Anderson, Anderson Paladin <laughs> says, why didn't he just poop in her driveway like normal San Franciscans? I remember seeing that uh, a while back. It was a guy. I think he was arrested, wasn't he? He actually took a shit on her driveway. <laughs> uh, not that that ever. I mean, it happens all the time. That's my point, too. But it was like when it's in the wrong place, then you get arrested, you see, right? Um, and I think we had a couple more on Odyssey here. Let me take those. Uh, no, got to go back to live chat. 1980 Chrysler says, uh, thank you for all your hard work. Thank you. Appreciate you. Very kind of you. I think we're caught up there. I'm clicking in on tips, but I can't. Uh, tips on, on Odyssey, but I can't, it doesn't load. So 
I do apologize if there's anyone else. I think I think I'm caught up there. Um, Alex, thank you so much again for coming on. Uh, you guys have a show afterwards too, right? So plug that real quick too. Yeah, I'm jumping on with uh, Derek Rantz there. He was on here not too long ago too, and uh, we're going to go have some fun on the Plot Army stream. Fantastic. Good stuff. Thank you, Alex. We appreciate your time. Have a blast with the next stream. Uh, we'll stay in touch, and we'll have you back soon, okay? For sure. Thanks for having me, Henry. Awesome. And thank uh, you. give my best to Alana. Will and, do. Uh, good we'll luck do. with the baby. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, see you later, Alex. Thank you. All right, guys, there we go. We're going to start wrapping up for today then. Thank you so much, everybody. Appreciate you. Uh, Dog Whistler here says, uh, Alex, thanks so much. Uh, love to get your Canadian perspective. Great show, Henrik. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you all. Uh, very kind of you. Let me uh, do a couple of plugs here right at the end, uh, as we usually do. want to say thanks to our executive producers, uh, as usual. T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, French 47, Mark Smith, no one Jeebs, President Ubunga, fetch me if you can, and Mongoose. Thank you for being executive producers. And also we have Mr. Walker 696, Yu Hanson, and Leroy Dumond uh, as producers. Thank you, boys and girls. We appreciate you. If you want to uh, put some uh, resources our way to hire a full-time editor, you can do so over at Subscribestar or at Odyssey, for that matter, too. And it's almost like Odyssey is, is the better option, to be honest, because their fees are actually much better. Uh, so if you are new or if you're considering... Uh, maybe changing. Uh, we will definitely not say no to that because it means less for a third party at the end and more for us. Uh, anyway, we have a goal set about 20 executive producers. Uh, we can start looking for a full time editor. Uh, so if you want to help to reach uh, us to reach rather the next phase, uh, consider helping us out and putting some resources our way. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for all your support. And thank you to everyone out there who is a member. You can sign up right now as well if you don't want to do any of those tiers. Uh, you can sign up for a membership. That's another great way of supporting us. It's only 10 bucks a month. And uh, you can sign up month-to-month -month recurring, uh, both at RedEyesMembers.com right now, but also, as we said, on Subscribestar or on Odyssey. And uh, Odyssey, by the way, will start filling up some of the archives uh, and stuff like that, but we won't have it all the way back. Obviously, it goes back to 2006. We're talking about like, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of shows. All of that is on RedEyesMembers.com. So if you want to get access to that archive, uh, if you uh, become a member over at Odyssey, send us an email. Let us know that you've signed up, uh, what username you have, and then we can kind of link the two and activate them uh, manually. Anyway, there's a couple of other options too. Entropy. Cash App, Crypto, all of that stuff is on RedEyesMembers.com. Uh, it's fairly easy right now to sign up, so take advantage of that. Uh, otherwise, thank you, guys. Appreciate you. My six Gorillion says, where is Lana? She's taking a break, but she'll be back for... Oh, that's right. i got to plug the uh, the uh, Sunday stream again. I almost forgot. Thank you, my six Gorillion. Uh, Lana will be back on us this... Back with us, rather, this Sunday for our Halloween stream. We're starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that That's 1 a.m. Central European time. Uh, on Monday, then, uh, what is the Halloween? Is actually on. It's on Monday, right? That's right. So we do one day ahead, one day before. Don't miss that. We have some uh, shows. Uh, sorry, some guests rather lined up for the show, uh, and that's going to be some good stuff too. But uh, everyone is not nailed down for perfectly in the schedule yet, so I won't mention anybody. But uh, we have some uh, new new folks and some. Uh, Familiar folks that's going to be joining us for, uh, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. So check that out. Some good stuff. I think our uh, costume this year is going to be uh, pretty good as well. So hopefully you uh, you enjoy that part of it. All right, boys and girls, thank you so much again. I think we're caught up everywhere. Let me double check uh, Rumble so we don't miss anything there. I think we're caught up. Yes, thank you, everybody. Whether you're joining on uh, Odyssey or Rumble or VK or all any of these sources, YouTube, BitChute, um, 
Gab TV. We have an, up on a number of uh, places. You can watch us uh, all over the place. Uh, always go to redice.tv or redicemembers.com uh, to watch our latest, of course. Okay, boys and girls, have a great Friday night uh, or uh, Saturday morning, wherever you are. And we'll see you, boys and girls, later. Take care. watching go to redicemembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content don't miss our latest shows interviews and other videos only for subscribers you can also become a member by signing up at subscribestar.com forward slash red ice get full access and help support our work see you on the other side